0: This old-time radio program was originally aired loud, long before the advent of high fidelity. As a result, you may detect an occasional surface noise or volume draw due to transmission pro- problems so common to old radio. We hope, however, that any variance in audio quality will not take away
1: from your pleasure in listening to this. Welcome back to Fright Central Podcast, where we talk all things horror. Uh, sorry for the long delay, uh, but i uh, back here again with uh, my good friend Keck, all the way in the uh, Pine Barrens this week. How you doing, Keck?
0: I'm great, buddy. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, no problem. Uh, so we are going to talk about uh, the Suspirias, which we've been mentioning for a while, but uh, first I've got... <laughs> Uh, just uh, some small news. Um, Blumhouse TV and uh, Man vs. Robot are doing a true crime program set to premiere on Oxygen, and it is it will examine the most outrageous, notorious, and craftiest killers from the sunshine sun the sunshine state. I can't fucking say that word. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a tongue tweezer. Yeah, it's. I uh, don't
0: want that man versus robot.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be all like the outrageous things you hear on like TV, where it's always like Florida man does this, this, or this, and and <laughs> and the show. You 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 ready for the title? This the title of the show is gonna be called Florida Man. <laughs> That's the title of the show i so think it's like great.
0: Uh, a backwards white trash hick like the typical uh everyday
1: floridian yeah yeah but it's not like it's not just about one person it's it's going to take all those stories you hear in the news and like you know do like a true tri- a, a true crime thing about them all the different oh, ones well, i yeah.
0: always hear like whenever i'm watching like a documentary or somebody's talking about politics and stuff i always hear someone say it's always Florida yeah it's yeah like, of course Florida would yeah to, whenever you hear
1: some Florida. somebody eating somebody's face or something real ridiculous it's always Florida man like yeah, yeah. You,
0: you know that guy the zombie you know this is horror so I'll just mention it real quick but the Florida zombie that ate that guy's face yeah yeah
1: he was like, like tripping on that like that
0: was a half mile from where I live in <laughs> North Miami Beach uh, I'm pretty sure we did like a Google uh, Maps search of it and it really wasn't that far and the crazy thing is when they did the autopsy everybody said oh he must have been on bath salts
1: yeah which he wasn't yeah
0: they didn't they didn't find anything in his blood except for marijuana but they said bath salts are notoriously hard to detect yeah so that doesn't mean my whole version is in 30 seconds he was driving his car which broke down it was hot as shit out, because it always is in Florida. He was just like, oh man, it's hot as hell out in this bitch, my car. So he was like, uh, I'm going to cut up some of these bass songs You know, <laughs> he did a few lines of salt. And then he saw the guy and he did know the guy. He had encountered that guy before. Yeah. And I don't know what that dude said to him, but that guy thought it merited eating his face off and getting shot by police.
1: But then wasn't so, he like, also naked when he was eating that dude's face off?
0: Yeah, he took all his clothes off, but that's typical for your Florida man.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh yeah, the uh only other uh well yeah news uh worthy I've won event as well is the uh we were just talking about how there weren't any uh good predator games uh recently and uh then then like the next day this popped up and it's called uh, Predator uh, <laughs> Predator Hunting Grounds and it comes out in 2020 um so next year and it's a competitive online multiplayer similar to like the Friday the 13th and Dying Light game where it's like a group of mercenaries versus a uh, versus a predator and they've also announced a Predator VR game uh where it has a I heard about that full campaign mode also a horde mode, so you have to like take waves of like mercenaries on as you're the predator, and then also a multiplayer. And I believe that's all for the uh, PlayStation uh, and PSVR. Uh,
0: so. Oh, it's it's going to be it's a console game for the. Uh, pl- I thought it was like an online PC thing.
1: Uh no, the Predator VR thing I heard was uh for 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 PSVR. That's what I heard. So huh. I don't. What's,
0: is, what's PSVR?
1: I, I don't really is know. Is the PlayStation PlayStation VR? They, they, oh, okay. yeah, they have their own uh, VR system. It's it's pretty good. I've I've played it a few times, um, with a, with a, a couple different games. I think my favorite was like the uh the Batman game. I mean, you can't really like move around a lot, but you kind of look look around and like grab things and stuff. And then like at the end, you can like look in a mirror and you like move around. And you're just like, yeah, I'm Batman. I'm Batman, motherfuckers. <laughs> like. <laughs> I got.
0: Yeah, I, I I see you doing that. In yeah, mirror, Doc. Yeah, I got I got real pumped about that. You, you ever uh, go into your bathroom and just be like Ah, Doc, I'm
1: Batman. I'm Batman. No, I, <laughs> if I had a mask, I would. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't own a a Batman. Well, mask. you
0: did the Night King javelin throw, did I'm sure you were looking at yourself. Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm back, the Night King. Your javelin. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Javelin fucking champion, crisis. man. <laughs> uh yeah and that's that's all I got like yeah I'm really uh, interested in that that game I know they do a um there's a DLC for the um what is it the ghosts the Tom Clancy's Ghost Wildlands where you're uh where you there's a predator uh download uh thing yeah, you about that. where you can like uh you know have to hunt the predator like you can't play as the predator but you have to like kind of hunt the predator and it's like r- apparently really difficult to beat them so i have uh...
0: it, it, it should be really difficult to beat in yeah <laughs> it, it should be extremely hard um and uh just for anybody you know uh, i should mention this now being in the uh bumblefuck pine barrens um any comic book readers out there which i'm not one of them but to anybody that is i actually found out about a predator called the bad blood predator and this is in the predator comic called predator omnibus and this is volume three the third volume in the comic and this predator um it starts off uh letting you know that this predator is having like a psychological breakdown it's mentally unhinged so in its ship it Kills a half dozen other predators somehow. The ship crashes in the New Jersey Pine Barrens, where the batshit, insane, bad blood predator decides to, you know, make it his hunting grounds. And he starts off... There's a lot of paintballing area down here. And so the Predator starts by killing paintball fanatics. And then he ends up uh, killing the CIA that are hunting him. And pretty much decimates, like, squadrons of them. Then the Predators were so pissed, they sent an enforcer Predator, like they did in Alien vs. Predator 2, you know, a guy to clean up the shit. Yeah, The Jersey Pine Barons Predator kills the Enforcer Predator, then the CIA hunts him again, and he's eventually overcome by wave after wave of CIA men, but he does manage to take down two CIA helicopters, Blackhawk. And it said that when they finally killed the Predator, they were down to almost their last man. So the Predator probably killed between 150 to 300 civilians and, you know, army personnel, as well as seven Predators. (laughs) And he also decorates his body with the skulls of other Predators he's killed. This is the Bad Bud Predator, if you're interested, in the Omnibus Volume 3 comic.
1: Well, and I that's have... all I have to say about that. <laughs> I have to check that out. Uh, yeah, the last thing I uh, have is a, an event that's coming up uh, in LA, um, in Glendale, California, and it's called the uh, Rated R Speakeasy, and it's um, Fangoria approved. It is a uh, the the location itself is uh, hitting until you buy a ticket, um, which I I bought my ticket. It was ten bucks, so yeah, I'm gonna go the uh the original thing is seven thirty there was a a screening of the new uh shutter movie but uh those all sold out uh pretty fast so i got the the late uh starter which is nine o'clock but it includes a uh, a full bar um the horror movie uh live entertainment including like uh magicians um like aerial bartenders and like monsters
0: hey oh, what's an aerial bar I
1: don't, I don't know man i guess they're like swinging up around
0: a, up on the platform or like he's got like strings like in the movie and he like flies around and shit like a puppet master that's
1: or? what i'm assuming is there's gonna be swinging around like grabbing beers and like chucking them at you you just have to like catch them and like you know, <laughs> yeah, throw money back at it, it. <laughs> yeah I, I have no idea <laughs> so
0: like if you if you miss the beers like they could throw like half a dozen beers by you that you have to pay for oh yeah like yeah you dude, if you don't for like six beers and you only catch one <laughs> dude
1: that's that's on you man <laughs> 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 then there's like uh there's gonna be like local uh hard artwork as well um uh yeah i already said all that uh yeah magicians uh f- monsters walking like people in like costumes and stuff like that yeah it, it looks it looks really um really interesting oh they, they said they're gonna be playing like horror theme music in between like you know like regular like popular music or whatever they plan on uh playing i hope it's a lot of like you know old school stuff i'm sure they'll play fucking thriller because everyone does Oh, well, why not? It's a great song. <laughs> you, you really don't have a choice. You know, you know. So I'm sure there'll be some monster and mashing. <laughs>
0: what is this called again? It's called
1: Rated R Speakeasy.
0: Rated R Speakeasy, and that features a bar, um, flying bartenders, flying lawnmowers, and there's magicians <laughs> and lots of magic everywhere.
1: Basically. Yeah, like yeah, it's like a full buck. It's like it's like a Halloween event. Like a Halloween party, but in June. It's, it's June first. So I should say, I should probably mention that. Uh, so it's uh, next. Always is that time next...
0: for Halloween. You could always do Halloween.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think I think that's next Saturday. Yeah, I believe so. I'd have to look at my calendar. But
0: last yeah. Halloween, my girlfriend. Fun fact: she dressed up as a nun. And based on her proclivities, let me just tell you: if there is a god, then well she's definitely going to hell and (laughs) i probably will join her there um but yeah that happens yeah just you know well we're talking about
1: halloween yeah and then uh, and then that's it yeah i bought my ticket it was like 10 bucks i'm trying to get a friend of ours to go but uh who knows i might just have to go by myself i'm I'm really interested in, in going i don't know if i'll like dress up as anything i might just go you know as myself
0: well you uh, went as the night king javelin thrower that was too
1: that was too like a game of thrones themed uh event uh yeah but you went solo yeah yes i did go i did go solo. i i definitely have more fun when if i go by myself if i'm dressed up as something that is true so but i don't know i don't i don't know if i feel like wearing like a mask or something so we'll we'll see what i do (laughs) I got my I still I still have my But just to
0: clarify, you we're not having a psychiatric
1: crisis. No, 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 you no. Went
0: only to that event you're not going to work dressed as like
1: no, anyway. I can barely okay. I can barely <laughs> see out of that mask. If I do that again for Halloween, I might have to make my own mask. It was like a little too big and difficult to see. So either that or I have to like do a whole like head paint job it might be the easiest way and just put contacts in or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, what was the, uh, oh, I do still have my, uh, Johnny's, uh, Halloween costume, you know, the skeleton and the face paint from, uh, Karate Kid. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, was, well,
0: I I think we're uh, some of the only people that were actually rooting for Johnny. Well, I, like I really—that's because Danny's the bad done. guy.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: they they did him dirty. He yeah. was not as bad as they seemed. Like I thought that macho kid got very arrogant.
1: <laughs> well, have you seen the? Yeah. Uh, there's a YouTube Red uh, series that's. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's called Karate Kid. Oh, it's called Cobra Kai, and it's all Cobra about. Kai. Yeah, it's all about Ralph Malgoso. Uh, is um, he's like some sleazy car salesman, and like, uh, <laughs> and Johnny's like uh, helping uh, like these kids who are being bullied at school. So he reopens the the Cobra Kai dojo. And like Machio is like not like this is just what I got from the trailer. I haven't watched the show yet. So
0: what, Machio is actually supposed to be the bad.
1: So guy he seems life. yeah. So in this in the trailer it seems like he's he's actually the bad guy in this. So like
0: see I told you he's a, he was a little in ass. Yeah, Daniel son my ass. Johnny got done dirty. In that yeah
1: movie. he just comes like, into town and tries to steal fucking another dude's girlfriend and shit like that <laughs> out from underneath them and then like does that illegal kick to the face to win the championship
0: yeah nobody was doing it. oh the crane stuff fuck you man yeah. johnny johnny got done dirty man uh, you <laughs> gotta rewatch it now yeah and just think you now what would johnny do
1: yeah exactly <laughs> uh so who knows maybe i'll just throw that on uh to go but um anyway that's that's all the news i have uh for now i didn't really do like a deep dive into the news i know there's been a bunch of other stuff going on but uh i'm sure we'll um I'll have more next time but uh on to uh Suspiria. um I just rewatched both of them uh not too long ago um I found a which which I highly recommend uh, an Italian copy of the original one like the uh the American version the the dubbing isn't that great I mean it it kind of it's a little off-putting um but the Italian version you get you definitely get more I feel like you got more of the story, yeah. In the Italian. See, version. I, I
0: think I missed a lot of that, and I thought it was very interesting that you found yeah uh, the Italian version because I downloaded um you know I downloaded the Blu-ray yeah thinking you know I have like the ultimate edition for this and it only had the English overdubbing and the Blu-ray was um really criticized too um because apparently uh when they did like the redux of the audio it did not sound the way it was intended.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um
0: a lot of people said that the VHS copy, uh, when it, you know, uh first was printed in the VHS was actually um better sounding audio than the Blu ray, which is kinda crazy. So um yeah, I definitely I, I'm interested to check out the uh, version you saw. Yeah. Um you know, uh, with the, it, even, you know, it being an Italian and I think he said there were some German. Yeah, to yes. That. Yeah.
1: There's a, uh, some German uh, in it and it's all, it's all subtitled. So you, you don't, you don't get to miss really anything. I mean, as long as you're paying attention and you read, but yeah, there's like, some, like, I remember the American version. There's like, yeah, like kind of you parts. Make sure to read. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you like, people will not pay attention. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I feel like the original version, there was definitely some parts like uh, where like you hear something in the background, but you can't really tell what they said. And then when you're watching the Italian version, they put up what they said and like there's like parts like where you just hear like witch in the background but you can't you can't really tell if that's what they said and then it pops up and you're like oh, okay so like this movie is about which is <laughs> like because the first time you <laughs> watch *Spiria*, you don't really get that until like the 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 end you just know like she like something's going on at this fucking house you don't know if like it like i mean the uh, ballerina studio or our or school the ballerina school um uh, I don't know. Maybe we should talk about the story before I get into this. I mean, uh, no, I... no.
0: I mean, no. It, uh, yeah, no. I hear what you're saying. Like we should talk about that. But I think, um, I think this is really important because I we've talked about this, you know, before we uh, decided to uh, do the cast on this, and um, I, I found like I really did not know what the hell was going on mm. in the 1977 Suspiria that uh, Dario and to direct it um I, I, I it just seemed like like there was a lot of music uh intense suspenseful music and um he did a lot with colors and
1: yeah i sure.
0: you know i i appreciate that but in terms of like the story i didn't realize that there was um even a covenant of witches until like the last maybe 10 minutes of the movie uh, so I don't know if everyone else, uh, will see it that way. Maybe I just didn't, uh, comprehend it. I didn't pay enough attention because of all the other weird shit going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really had no idea what the fuck was going yeah, on. Yeah, you, 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 you get you a little more, version,
1: yeah, kind of, you, you, you get a better man, like, idea
0: very get-go like a lot of super on supernatural shit happening.
1: Yeah, yeah. Basically, the uh, the the 1977 Suspiria, like you said, was directed by uh, Dario Argento, who's like the, a master of fucking horror. So I write, I, I highly recommend just about all of his movies. But uh, and it's uh, Suspiria is about an American newcomer to a prestigious German ballet academy comes to realize that the school's a front for something sinister amid a series of grisly murders. And that's kind of all you get until like that last like ten minutes. You're like, oh, okay, this is about witches. Until you, unless you watch the Italian version, where you hear like somebody say witch in the background, and you're, you kind of, you get more of an idea of it the second time around,
0: early on you're kind of aware that you know there's um yeah like i said like you know dark power when dealing with dark powers of this nature
1: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) you you you, you know that there's like you know um you know that there's like uh some crazy supernatural like evil magic uh you know that's coinciding with uh you know the characters as they go through the plot yeah yeah uh, yeah it's pretty important
1: <laughs> I think but at the um, same time if you look at it from like the way you follow the, the, the original Suspiria is you kind of are following along with the girl so you're kind of discovering the witches as she's discovering the witches which uh, like you're kind of seeing the movie through her perspective most of the time mm-hmm. I mean besides like when the they have like those dogs go eat that fucking that one dude <laughs> like uh yeah, most of it is like kind of like you're following her, so you're kind of discovering along with her, and I, and I really like I really enjoyed that that take on it. Uh, I have Speaking some through her eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that kind of makes sense that like okay, you you discover at the end that that they're witches. So, I mean that makes sense. I, I do I did take some uh, some random notes on on here. <laughs> now that I'm looking back on it, it's kind of funny. Uh, Read on. I, I did put uh, subtitles a bit off, but better than the dub um goblin music exclamation point uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh which echoes twice in the cab like on the on her cab ride in, in the uh in the beginning and
0: you then totally missed this in the american yeah, version yeah yeah totally missed it uh
1: and then um then i have some of my favorite uh scenes i had put uh when in the beginning when <laughs> her face is being like her they don't put her face through the window they just kind of push it and hold it against the window until it breaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought and that was like awesome. a bat
0: come through or was it a bat or a bird like comes through the window and starts eating on her face or.
1: Uh, no, I think I would have uh, put that down, but somebody get like, there is like the tapping on the window or whatever. And then it the one does shatter or, or, or yeah, like, like an arm comes through and breaks the one one hand and like is holding her like and holding her face against it like pulling it pulling her face to it and just holds it and t- and pulls it against the window until the fucking window breaks and i thought that was fucking great and then and then i have a i don't know which character this was but then it says stabbed mad times right in the heart and then smashed through the atrium window and hung a girl and stabbed in the face oh no wait yeah it was the uh yeah that was in the beginning that the the one the same girl that gets her face like held against the window she gets stabbed a bunch of times and right in the heart and then she she gets like you know thrown through like the atrium window and like hung and shit like that like that's how like the whole like opening death is right there
0: your powers of note taking no no bounds yeah
1: (laughs) And then I have one,
0: one thing interesting, just for a second, um, I'm looking, uh, I noticed, you know, you were mentioning her face getting eaten and the dog, I'm looking and I see that, um, in the, uh, original theatrical version that was, um, that was, uh, that, uh, you know, uh, what's the word, um, that, uh, was released A. Yeah. <laughs> that was yes that, yeah <laughs> that was released in to uh for american audiences it seems that um the mpaa decided to um, um do what they normally do and fuck up movies yeah and yeah. um they cut certain scenes out um it says that there is 1.3 minutes of footage that the MPAA deemed was too violent and grisly, and that was the dog uh, eating part for right? American audiences. So that's the version that we saw over here. Yeah, I uh, don't
1: know if that was the extended much in the Italian version, um, but I know like you definitely see the dog eat the owner. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if it's any it more grizzly. The
0: dog it mentions it mentions a bird. Um, flying through. It mentions um a stabbing that was cut short. So, a dog, a bird, a stabbing, and um several scenes of gruesome violence were trimmed oh, yeah, uh, yeah. in accordance to MPAA guidelines. Um, as you know, as you know, if you live in America, um, the rating system here is uh, pretty um. It's pretty intense, yeah. pretty conformist in terms of uh, you know their censorship uh, proclivities. Yeah.
1: I I have uh, also a, a girl got stabbed in the face with glass. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: that that that's the the stabbing was with glass. Yeah. I think. Yeah, right? yeah, Rather than the,
1: yeah. Yeah, and then I have uh, a bunch of random creeps live there, <laughs> like 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 not just like the uh, the main house like. People, but there's like, I guess Madame Blanc's son, like lived there as well. He's
0: like kind of like an Igor type. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I noticed that they didn't really uh, touch on that in the remake.
1: (laughs) I also have a weird old lady shining a glass shard.
0: You're pumped about that glass
1: and the staff. <laughs> yeah, there was just all these moments I uh, I noticed. Uh, yeah, Big Oaf who had his teeth torn out in two days, one row at a time, because he had gingivitis. I thought that was uh, very I'm interesting.
0: Thinking that might have been some of the stuff that was cut from the version. Oh no, I no, saw. this
1: is just like something that's mentioned in it. They like they were like, yeah, what's what, like, why is this dude like don't have any fucking teeth? And she's like. Oh yeah, he had fucking gingivitis and like instead of like you know going to the dentist, he fucking tore out his own teeth one row at a time. <laughs> like that's how fucking pissed that dude was. Yeah it was
0: a, it was a dark period you know yeah. what I mean uh, <laughs> the, the school had seen better days yeah
1: and I was writing these notes like as as the movie was playing. Um, I have there was only two brief scenes of ballet in the entire movie. Uh, yeah,
0: that's some we're definitely gonna
1: talk about. Yeah. Remake. Uh, yeah. Then I had uh oh, and then I put ill bitch got worms in her hair. <laughs> Entire <laughs> ceiling <laughs> has worms, and that I think that was because that was from the body that was being kept. Um. Uh, you know, Madame Suspiria. Oh, like that back
0: mystery room in the in the attic in or the... whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. The yeah. Then I have the dog bite. Uh, bit the creepy kid. And then I have dog eats owner. <laughs> and then uh and then, yeah, I put um oh yeah. Um the main girl, uh Jessica Harper, uh she uh climbs through through a window to escape into a room full of barbed wire. <laughs> and it's so devastated by it she keeps falling back into it. <laughs> oh no, it's a Sarah. So it wasn't uh
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cuz uh, uh, yeah, Sarah was the uh one that kind of um welcomed Susie. Yeah, yeah. By Jessica S- Harper. Yeah, just
1: Harper Susie, that's right.
0: And Sa- Sarah kind of uh starts to realize that there's some shady shit going on and yeah. uh by the time she tries to get out, she's already too far in. Yeah,
1: she yeah, she like Goes into that one room where there's a bunch of like luggage and stuff, and then she like climbs through that tiny window, and then like there's just a random room full of barbed wire <laughs> that she falls onto. <laughs>
0: You're gonna want that random room for yeah. barbed wire. But
1: <laughs> you know? it's so funny. Like every time she goes to get up, she's just like, "Oh," and, like falls back down into it, she's like rolling around in it almost. And i was just like, "Oh my god!" Like who the fuck keeps barbed wire in a room like that? But then, like as soon as as soon as she gets out of that room, she just gets her throat slit. <laughs> and then uh, I didn't. Sometimes bad things happen to good
0: people. Yeah,
1: and then uh. And then when you finally learn about like the um, the witches and uh, and Mother Marcos, um, the whole exposition part it uh, told to Susie, I believe, and that was fucking Udo Kier, or or how do you say his name? Udo Udo Kier. You know that classic, uh, that classic fucking actor. How the fuck do you say his name?
0: Who are you talking about?
1: Fucking Udo. Hirokita udo no um god damn it i don't know who you're talking about you would know him you would know him if you see him google him real quick while i, while I explain the rest of this
0: i'll just take your word for it
1: but uh he had fucking he's usually like this bald fucking german guy who's in, usually in a bunch of shitty movies but he's does like some good, that, good things.
0: that's a lot you're talking about a lot of german actors <laughs> <laughs> that really, that really. Uh, he's been in like over
1: two hundred movies. Like, I don't know German
0: how... cinema was not that strong back then. It's made know. great strides. No, but
1: I mean, he's been in a lot of American movies, and he's usually like he plays like a German bad guy a lot, I guess. Um, let's see. So... Like
0: uh, Jürgen uh, from not, uh, not Jürgen.
1: No, Udo Kier. Fuck.
0: He was in Beverly Hills Cop. He was the bad guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know that, but that's not. It's not who I'm I was talking, talking about.
0: You're, you're gonna, Um, I, I'm not even gonna try to uh, disrespect him and uh, try to pronounce his last name because I know it will be wrong. But you know, he was the captain in uh, the Wolfgang's uh, Wolfgang yeah. in uh, Das Boot and Beverly Hills Cop, and uh, he was also in Beerfest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the but bad guy right. in
0: Beer Fest,
1: though. So. Well, he was in, uh, let's see, he was in Blade, My Own Private Idaho, Suspiria, Shadow of a Vampire, Iron Sky, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, um, Armageddon. My uh, Own
0: Private Idaho, is that the movie where um, Keanu Reeves is like a, a
1: Uh I think so. And
0: it starts off. Yeah, like, the where Gus he's with Gus soft, Van soft,
1: soft, yeah. Salt, yeah.
0: You don't really forget something like
1: that. no. Uh he was in Johnny Mnemonic, End of Days, Dancer in the Dark. Uh she's just, he's been in Keanu
0: like, Reeves as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's been a, a shit ton of movies. You would know if you if you looked him up. You would know who he was. You you
0: Anyone listening? A fun fact: Johnny Mnemonic, Keanu Reeves did not realize he was in that movie until three <laughs> years later. No, we I think
1: talk about that. You know? I think that's uh, I think you I think that's Bram Stoker's Dracula. He didn't know he was in that movie. I don't
0: think he knows he's in a lot of man like Point Break. <laughs> I
1: don't, don't, well, what was the line? That was
0: just his wreck time. What
1: was the line? I think it was. I think they were talking about Tom Cruise. They're, um
0: yeah, it's from Bowfinger. Steve Martin says, "Did you know Tom Cruise didn't know he was in that vampire movie until two years ago?"
1: <laughs> yeah. But that can be applied to a lot of actors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway like he has, uh he does like most of the uh exposition in this uh, and uh mentions it and then that, that. yeah and then uh then the only other thing that i have is that the that the when you finally do uh, meet mother marcos at the end um uh, Dari argento uh had found this woman and apparently she was an like an ex uh street prostitute and she doesn't have any, uh, I don't think she has any lines in the movie, but like, that's, that's, who, that's where he found her. And like, that's who she was. And I was like, uh, I, I, I definitely see Argento
0: doing something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, Hey, you look really dirty and down on your luck. You want to <laughs> yeah. be in my movie? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but like the, uh, like I understand like why the, uh, a lot of the dubbing is, is, is weird. In that is because like, a, a like the way Italian filmmaking is and, uh, and the way Argento works is, is like you kind of just shoot it. Like I, I think it, you know, I even read something about Jessica Harper was like, yeah, it was weird to like, you know, run through your uh, scenes of dialogue and people are just like, you know, nailing like uh, sets together in the background, <laughs> like, because so, they, they all they, they just shoot it with the, with their uh, dialogue that they have and then they go back into the studio and they uh, and they redub everything
0: yeah and i mean it should also be noted that you know um 1970 um italian films like you know they had a uh, very strict budget
1: yeah yes yeah them. you yeah. know
0: what i mean if it wasn't uh you know if they didn't have support from hollywood you know
1: yeah it was, it was just almost easier and cheaper to do it that way <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah. That, that wasn't just like his style that was like the just the way italian filmmaking was done at that yeah, at that time yeah.
0: oh yeah i was just saying in general yeah like, they yeah have, well i mean even today they don't but like you know uh with a non-hollywood uh you know produce money if they didn't have uh you know if they didn't have the backing financially yeah uh you know that that happened to a lot of european films which actually makes um you know uh italian filmmaking um it, it's kind of a i don't know it's kind of like um a homage to italian film it's kind of like a praise to them because um you know they did uh some great great film With um, very, uh, you know, very constricted budgets. You know what I mean? So I I think that just says a lot about them. It speaks volumes to what they were able to do um, with, uh, you know, very little money. I think it's pretty impressive, especially, and I'm saying this um, especially to um, Argento's work. He was able to use, he was able to make a lot with very little. And I think that's impressive and should be noted.
1: Well, it's noted. (laughs)
0: know <laughs> noted and you mentioned something that occurred to me um i don't remember this but you said that on your note you uh said um random lady shining shard of glass yeah i think it was and just I, in a I
1: scene happen? i think it was just in a scene where uh she's like kind of walking through the uh i think it's when she is either first i think she's first being like Introduced, or it might be later on in the. Let me see where I have that at down here. It's well, before. Just, I did,
0: what I wanted to point out was, um, in the remake, you know that they had those kind of like um, uh, the those like uh, ceremonious um, artifacts.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's might have been what it like was. It was like kind sickles. of. Yeah, it was kind of t- tough to tell because I mean, if she was like but it looked like she was like shining fucking something but she could have been like sharpening you know some yeah, some I'm like just ceremonial if knife it
0: was like one of like their ceremonious like sacrificial weapons Yeah. like you know what i mean or not even weapon but like you know the uh those weird artifacts that they seem to have in the remake. I'm wondering if it was like, you know, it might just look like a shard of glass, but it could have been something that meant something to them. Like, you know, there's people getting stabbed and shit like that. You know, that could have been, that shard of glass could have been like the bone saver of Zuma
1: Yeah, It's just a (laughs) weird thing to like have out and like be sharpening while like your students are like (laughs) walking around like through the fucking ballerina school when you're supposed to be like keeping all that kind of secret. You know what I mean? Like
0: one thing is though, with the, the witches, the covenant of witches, we see this in the remake, but I mean, I'm sure they were trying to suggest that the witches had such influence Over the, um, you know, the subjects of their school that they were able to kind of manipulate them in a way where um, they were kind of um, oblivious to the certain activities that they were conducting so they could do stuff sort of out in the open but their powers uh, over the dancers kind of made it so that they weren't able to really notice it like it was kind of like they were able to hide themselves in plain sight because they had such authority over the dancers True. so but... like there was a lot of shady shit going on but like the dancers just didn't even question it because the witches were like in their heads Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean?
1: yeah. but I mean in this one it just kind of seemed yeah. like she was walking by and like and Susie or one one of the girls was staring like directly at her when she directly was fucking doing her. it so, like it wasn't like they were oblivious <laughs> to it it was like yeah like yeah check this out I'm fucking sharpening this shit for you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like. she, she's looking
0: right at her and you know it's just nothing to see yeah here, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah move along
1: girl <laughs> but yeah let's uh let's uh jump into the uh, remake which i don't really like that term for this movie but because it's more of a homage loose adaptation of it um the well,
0: Ar- Ar- Argento felt it was a remake uh yeah yeah conference. even
1: though like <laughs> even though the director came out and was like yeah it's not really a remake it's more of a like loosely based on like that movie you know what I mean like it's got the same well, concept it, and ideas it, but it, it's expanded it, upon he's...
0: The director uh, Luca disclaimer. I'm going to be pronouncing this guy's name wrong. Uh, you know, in the rest of this cast, uh, Luca Gilardino. Is that how you pronounce it? Gilardino.
1: I'm say? going Gu- to say it that way. So. Gu- you know, Guad- Guada I, I, I think I'm it was Guadadino. It
0: wrong. I'm gonna just keep doing that. I
1: think it's Guadino. but Guadadino. we'll just call him. We'll just call him Luca. How about that? Make it easier. Yeah, we'll. <laughs> <laughs> that'll just
0: make things easier. Um Oh, I'm sorry, you were saying.
1: No, yeah, it's just I was just going to say like uh, yeah, even he was like yeah, it's more of a uh, uh, a homage to it than it, than it is like a direct remake.
0: Well, you wouldn't say it's loosely based. Oh, I mean, there right, is the same title and yeah. um, he, I don't think it's loosely based. No,
1: but I mean, he definitely like Takes it in it's a revision. In a, a re, yeah, a revision would be would be better. We can uh, agree to that, right? Yeah, yeah. We say revision. Sure. Revision. <laughs> yeah, I think I. I mean, I personally actually liked the revision better, like the the 2018 version, a lot better. Um, yeah,
0: I, yeah, I also uh, feel the same way. I concur fully
1: with yeah. that. I mean, as 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 colorful and musically. Done and I understand like the the way he was going like on the, on my most recent rewatch like I definitely enjoyed Suspiria better but like I still like I, when I rewatched the new one again, recently I was like yeah this is just a a a, a, a Suspiria a superior film overall. <laughs>
0: Suspiria, Suspiria, Sus- Suspiria, 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 yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, well, it definitely was And, you know, I'll point out again, you know Like I said, 1970s Italy They did not have a lot of budget to make movies Yeah, yeah. This, this was a big budget Like, you know, the Suspiria remake Or Suspiria revision or whatever you want to call it yeah. um, Was, you know, a major motion picture And, you know, so, you know You have to take that into consideration you know they went out they got good actors good actresses you know i mean it's got tilda swinton
1: in it. i mean but like even like tilda <laughs> swinton like i think she like you know campaigned for it like they didn't go out and like get her but yeah. like he's she's also worked with the director multiple times before
0: yeah that that's something so, that like, i was gonna yeah. um point that right away i believe it was it, it was five movies that um The two of them worked. Yeah, Yeah, she's like real pumped about it. And Tilda Swinton. Um, It was five different movies that they were in, including one that was, I believe, a documentary about (laughs) Tilda (laughs)
1: Swinton.
0: And, you know, Luca came out and he said, um, you could check this out on the uh, IMDB page. Um, There's just a quick, like, uh, two minute and 30 second um, interview with the two of them. And he said, you know, as soon as I met Tilda um, and, you know, first work with her he he said it was a love affair from the very start he yeah. absolutely adored her work um you know he had seen just about everything she had been in up to that point and um you know he just absolutely loves uh casting her in his movies
1: yeah well uh, but uh, before we get into like some of the other things why don't we talk about uh tilda's uh three different roles in this film
0: yeah, she tried to pull a Peter S- Sellers from Doctor Strangelove. Yeah. and she succeeded. Oh,
1: definitely. Uh, yeah, she plays um, a mother. Uh, um, sorry, uh, um, yeah, Mother Blanc, right? She
0: plays Madame Blanc. Oh,
1: Madame Blanc, sorry. She, she uh, <laughs> uh, plays the, uh, the doctor. She plays the psychiatrist. Uh,
0: yeah, what's the doctor's name? Um,
1: oh, that's a good question. Uh, but and then she also plays uh, Mother Suspiria. Yeah. At
0: ye- the end. Yeah.
1: Yes. You um, know.
0: Yeah, it was Mother Mother Marcos.
1: Mother Marcos, yes. Mother. Marcos, okay, Mother Marcos, so, Madame, Madame Blanc. Blanc, Blanc yeah. Uh,
0: mother Marcos and Christ Almighty, why do I not? I was talking all about this. Uh, Guy, oh, um, Dr. Klimper. Oh, Dr. K- uh, Kempler.
1: Kempler, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and it, one thing we should definitely talk about before we even get into or th- the doctor that um, she played, uh, Kempler. Yes. Um, she actually made a fake IMDb page. As our
1: Lutz uh, Ebersdorf. Yeah, Yeah. or Lutz Lutz Averdors. And
0: IMDB did not realize this. Now if you go to his page it will um it will forward you to tilda swinton's page mm-hmm. but she had successfully conned imdb um and she uh made uh, a page for this actor that did not exist and when she was um out, uh, asked about it she basically said when they said you know why did you go to all these lengths and she said why wouldn't i go to all these lengths
1: <laughs> well the story and, i read was uh it was like her and the director had decided since this movie was mostly uh cast with all women that they figured why not just have the only male um person in the film also woman played by woman tilda was down to do it so and like and yeah, so they pretty yeah, much hid the that the
0: other males in the film were the uh police officers Officers. yes yes the police officers um, that yeah. Came, yeah 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 I, I, there weren't many other yeah I think that that was it the the two police officers yeah and they're barely
1: came. even in it they're like yeah so but yeah like the uh, yeah her and the director had came up with the idea to do it that way and they pretty much hid it from like not only the 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 media and IMDB but like from other cast members so they didn't even know and like they went as far as yeah. like whenever she was asked to, like hey are you also playing? this actor or no they said are you playing this character as well and she said no and then she was also like uh later on she she said like they just didn't ask it right they they, they said if they had asked if i was playing the actor who's playing that character then i would have <laughs> said yes so yeah they went to like she, deep lengths and they almost
0: just their words. she was trying to be very very clever yeah and you know what. It off.
1: yeah and they had even gone she
0: tried as to be clever and she succeeded
1: they were gonna go as far as as saying the reason that she that that actor wasn't in any of the premieres or anything was because they died was because he died before the the uh the movie came out or whatever and they decided that was good that yeah, was pushing yeah. it too far so they decided not to do that and yeah, i was like I, they, yeah.
0: I, I i did uh i did read that as well yeah <laughs> he, he yeah. died
1: <laughs> <laughs> before like in while they shot like before in between editing and the movie release that he, that he was gonna die and they were just gonna put that on the imdb page the, and they the decided not to
0: was um I'm sorry. Yeah. The quote she had yeah. was um, when she was asked, like, you know, why uh, she went to these lengths, she said, uh, as my mother used to say, Doll not to, which basically uh, is similar to the phrase carpe diem in Latin sees the day. And what she was saying is, like, I want to, you know, creatively explore to the fullest of my abilities. And, you know, if that is, you know, playing three characters in the movie, one of the men, uh, having a fake cock and balls created, which she did.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> she had their makeup people create, not only did she have the, you know, her dressed as the man and, you know, makeup as the man and, um, create a false IMDb page, create, um, a false identity for him. As an actor dead, she also wanted a realistic-looking penis and pest Yes. Yeah. Apparently would come out as him sometimes naked and, like, flash cast members and just keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> so Uh, tilda i i don't exactly know uh you know where you got the idea to do all three like i don't know where that came from totally i mean i think your mom was a great influence by telling you that um but you did it and it worked
1: yeah i mean she like i didn't even know she was mother marcos until like i think either i think you said it Yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and, and yeah, because like, you can't, like, in that full bodysuit that she's like wearing and makeup and everything, you can't tell it's her. I couldn't even tell oh, it was like these,
0: that. She's a disgusting Bob.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I couldn't even tell that that was, uh, that that was, um, her as the as the doctor either. Like, I'm just I like, didn't, I didn't that, know like...
0: until I, I knew there was something very strange. Yeah,
1: yeah. Out. Yeah.
0: especially with the uh accent i was just like well that's a very unusual accent and um i knew there was something strange but no i did not know until after i saw it yeah and i also did not know that she was mother marcus either um of course the mother marcus was a very small part yeah, only the at the end of the yeah. Film, but still i did not know it was her yeah so you know and... all, all uh credit all hail to this one yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> and uh the yeah, the i thought all around like all the all the per- performances were really good um i really liked the the dance sequences which there were more in this i mean sure there was one that had no music at all which was kind of haunting at the same time and then there had, like the other one later on that that kind of like parallels with the uh or i guess it's like when she's doing the one dance it's kind of forcing the other girl into to doing the one in the in that mirrored room that where she's like yeah. bending and shit i love that scene that that was oh, fantastic
0: what, what an amazing sequence yeah. um and you, you you we can't really describe it you have to see it. yeah you movie, just have to see it yeah. but there is a scene where susie who um is played by um dakota johnson the, that's Dakota Johnson plays Susie, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Johnson the, or
1: Johnson? Jans- I forget.
0: Yeah, Dakota Johnson oh, plays Johnson. Susie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may uh, recommend, uh, remember her from uh, the uh, horrid uh, series of films, uh, <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> and uh, I don't know the two ridiculous things that uh, they made after
1: that. Well, um, I don't know. I never saw apology, them. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. <laughs> It's, it's not oh. the, like, if I want to watch those movies, I just watch The Secretary instead, which is a much better movie, so...
0: James Spader jerks off on Maggie Gyllenhaal's butt in that movie. Oh, yeah, kind of yeah. all like that's the uh, way our friend John told me. He was like, "You gotta see this movie." Uh, I know you're a James Spader fan. Uh, James Spader fan. Um, the whole movie builds up to the scene where he masturbates onto Maggie Gyllenhaal's ass, yeah. and like that's what I went into the secretary thinking, like, "Oh, this <laughs> <it's> all build up," <laughs> and you know the pervert. of course I want to see that (laughs) Um, but uh, the the scene we're describing um, like I said you can't really describe it but there's a scene where one of the dancers um, who seems to have come to the realization that She is working for a covenant full of witches, and she is absolutely disgusted by them. And um, she doesn't want to have any part in it anymore because they apparently killed off one of her friends. Yes. Um, And uh, she, well, she thinks they killed her off but she disappeared very suspiciously. And Olga, the name of the character, realizes that something's very amiss. She's very disgusted. She storms out of the uh, dance studio, calls them out as witches, and then she packs up her things and is set on leaving. And in the meantime, Susie... um, the character played by Dakota Johnson is auditioning and giving her a dance as the protagonist in the uh, play that they're going to be doing. And while she's dancing, it is forcing Olga, who is, you know, pissed off and leaving to go through these violent motions that uh, Susie's doing. And when she's going, when Susie's dancing beautifully, Olga is being basically ripped heart yeah like her limbs are breaking you know well like you know ligaments completely are terribly contorted like, are yeah
1: yeah it's yeah. it's fucking and she brutal. ends up yeah. basically being like crushed like a soda can yeah
0: and it's an amazing scene because while this is all happening when she's being crushed like this she's in a room of full of mirrors yeah. so she is able to watch herself being basically torn limb from limb but she can't do anything about it and i thought that was very suspenseful and i thought the music was great yes and um i thought it was a really really good scene of pure horror yeah. and i think we should now talk about what Dario argento thought.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thought about that scene or the whole uh movie in general because he definitely uh, had an opinion on it uh, that's yeah, for sure.
0: I had an opinion. Um, I mean, we could talk about what, the rest of the movie first, but um, yeah, we'll get know, back I... to
1: the uh, uh what uh, Argento's opinion on it was. But uh, um... well, I'm
0: just, I'm just saying, based on things like that, um, <clears throat> based on things like that, I think, um, to say, to basically state what Argento's opinion was, and then go back to talking about movie and then our feelings okay. based on that would yeah. be uh argento basically says and i have the uh, quote here um he was asked this is uh by vanity fair and dario argento <clears throat> on the remake that's what they quoted it as he said it betrayed the spirit of the movie um He said that um, there was no suspense. He said there was no music and there was no fear, which I completely disagree with. And also goes on to, in my opinion then patronized the director of the remake or revision whatever you want to call it saying that guillardino or luca as we're yeah um he goes on and says but he's a very fine person uh makes beautiful tables beautiful curtains beautiful dishes all beautiful to me, that is just fucking patronizing <laughs> a great Italian director who, you know, yeah, he does make things uh, beautiful. Yeah, he I makes f- beautiful film. Yeah, I and, thought that movie uh, looked beautiful the whole Argento way through. Yeah. Kind
1: of yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know if you share that opinion.
1: Yeah, uh, not Argento's opinion. No, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Do you, do you feel
0: that Argento thought that um the um the uh you know, remake of uh, Suspiria was like, do you feel that he was um, kind of hurt by it in a sense that like he, I don't know, like, I guess one, do do you think he was envious that the uh, Suspiria 2018 got so much attention and it got the acclaim that it got? Do you think he was like sort of envious? Like, you know, that was really awesome. So I'm just going to bash it. Or do you think he, Maybe a little
1: both. Well, Maybe that, and maybe he's, like, real protective of his uh, original vision. And, you know, I don't know if, like, he even, like, did he even agree to, like, I don't know if he had owned the rights or anything to Suspiria. So, like, I don't know if, like, they were did it without his uh, knowledge or without his, you know, blessing or anything like that. So maybe it could just be, like, him being, you know, a little... Uh, a little pissed about it yeah czar. yeah yeah it's understandable well,
0: no, but yeah no i yeah. hey i i totally agree with that you yeah. know um i can totally respect that but um that said um i don't really think that they need permission to um you know do a revision of the story and to uh well, produce a new film
1: it's always nice um, to like you know ask the the original creator if they're still alive be like like i mean even if they don't own the rights you kind of you still want their blessing you know what i mean like it's just to like it's almost like a respect type thing i mean sure if they they they're they're like no I like you don't have my blessing you can go ahead and do it anyway like that's completely yeah. like up to you if they don't own the rights and the studio's allowing you to do it sure f- fucking do it you know what I mean so like, why not but like it's always like you know nice to like go ask and be like hey how do you feel about me doing this like like but I don't know if that ever went down we, or not we but...
0: don't really know though that's yeah. the thing we don't we don't know if the two directors communicate yeah, for no the idea. project um I just meant in general. Said,
1: when it comes to like remakes or, or and stuff like that, or if you're gonna adopt somebody else's stuff, it's always like you know more uh, more of a respect. Like I at least I respect it if the director went and did that. You know what I mean? Like where the writer oh, goes. Oh yeah, does
0: totally. It. But we don't know whether he did or not. Yeah, yeah, and, I have no idea. Um, I, I'm not. Uh, um. I'm not familiar enough with like the process you need to go through. I don't know if there's like an intellectual property um, claim that you need to go through. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if like, um, like you said, I don't, I don't know whether or not you have to go through certain channels to make a remake of a movie. Like, I think it all um, depends on who you're just allowed to like, you know, uh, take, their work and then you know add on to it. I'm not sure like legally.
1: I think it all depends it, on who uh, owns the uh, the property. If the studio owns the property, then then uh, all you have to do is go ask the studio for permission. Studio, production yeah. company, things like that. But if if he owns yeah. the rights to it, like, but then then yeah, you would have to get permission from from him to do it.
0: Yeah, like I said, I'm just but, not well versed enough in this to like speak intelligently about yeah. it but um either way whatever the case was it happened and um what they created was i thought a a very very um very well-rounded picture all together yes um you know and he said that it didn't have suspense and i thought that um the remake of Suspiria had great suspense. He said there was no fear in it. And I thought that there was a lot of like fear and tension.
1: Yeah, um I mean, it opens he up. Said there with...
0: was no music. And I thought that the music was um, very well done. I thought yeah. the music um, definitely added to um, the music. You know, the final.
1: Yeah. Part. The music was there. It was a little more subtle than the, than the, than the, like the goblin music from, from his film. I mean, sure. There was no music in that one dance scene. In the, and when they're just introducing uh, um, Dakota Johnson's character Susie, but like yeah, like all the other dance scenes all had music. Sure, it's not as prominent and not as weird as like the Goblin music.
0: Yeah, yeah, he didn't. But, you know, Argento's style is to just kind of get in your face with the music, yeah. like Blair, 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 different yeah. kinds of. Ambience. Like
1: the <laughs> music, yeah, the music in the original *Suspiria* was definitely another element that caused the suspense. Where the music in this doesn't calls the suspense as much. It's it but it like helps create a little bit of tension there. But uh yeah. you know what uh, the Argento's version was missing, which I know you are no, well well versed about is the uh is the Beider Meinhof uh aspect of it and everything that was going on in Berlin at the time. I know yeah. you can speak on that a lot better than I can. Even though I did just watch the Beider Meinhof uh, movie so I got a better uh Aspect of the history of what was going on at that time, but uh, I'll let you uh speak on that. Well, uh, th-
0: this is the thing um, you know, uh, Dario Argento's 1977 Suspiria is supposed to take place during um, a very uh, tense time in all of Germany and especially in Berlin. Um, there was a terrorist faction, um an ultra left faction um called the uh RAF i believe it is the um red uh red action fuck
1: i believe it's the red army faction
0: <laughs> I, I, I knew this and uh i believe yeah it's, it's, it's the red the army RAF. faction
1: Red, Ar- yeah, Red Red Army, Army faction. faction. I'm yeah. sorry,
0: yeah, Red Army faction. This was an ultra left um, organization. Um, they had very like uh, strong like anti-capitalist views, anti-Zionist views, and they started to emerge in um, Germany in the uh, I believe 1970. The faction was formed, and um, they call it uh, Bader Meinhof because um, one the two uh key protagonists uh was andreas Bader and alika meinhof and uh basically the two of them set the stage uh to numerous uh political assassinations uh hijackings um uncounted murders where the red army faction clashed with the state Um, in like sort of like a, uh, you know, uh, A very socio-political violent um, uprising and um, in 1977 when uh, Argento's Suspiria is supposed to be taking place in Berlin something occurred called German Autumn and it's when um, the conflict between the Red Army faction and um, the German state uh, at least West Germany really came to a climax um at this point there were several bombings that occurred in Berlin the entire uh, city was basically in a state of constant fear yeah. um there was you know open violence in the streets um uh one of the Lufthansa flights i believe um was hijacked
1: yeah, I believe that and, um, that one's mentioned in the movie because it takes. I, I believe, if I'm correct, the uh, Suspiri is it takes place in 1970.
0: Right... The 1977 version mentions the plane hijacking. No, no,
1: no. The uh, the, the new one. The new one mentions it, I, uh, doesn't it? I believe it. I believe it mentions. It, cause oh I, yeah, no, cause yeah, it's no. Right... They actually. You hear the, it on the like the radio. Actually it
0: Actually, has the um real radio transmissions yeah. in English um and in german yeah. of what was going on um at, at that time um because it takes place right this...
1: after uh beider meinhof were, were were uh were killed in prison and like that really kind of kicked a lot of things off right that's that's when the yeah. oh the yeah Nisa's yeah, period yeah. No, that,
0: that that was a major thing yeah um But there was, there were a lot of, in German Autumn, I mean, you can look this up, you can um, Wikipedia it, but um, German Autumn was basically like the climax, um, you know, and... I don't understand because, you know, in Germany, in Berlin at the time, um, they were just uh, caught in the crossfire of what was considered to be a terrorist organization. And, um, you know, then you had the German state and uh, curfews were put in place. uh, Important public figures were murdered in public, like, you know, uh, the German army, the red army faction, uh, their symbol was a flag of the MP. 5 submachine gun, which uh, you know is a German-made submachine gun, and that's what they were using to you know carry out their activities. Um, in the remake of Suspiria, like you hear Batter Meinhof, uh, everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Uh, the very intro it says in a divided Berlin. You know, because yeah. you have to realize this is when you know you had East Berlin, East Germany, which was you know a, a communist-led country, and then. And you had the, um, you know, capitalist uh, West uh, Berlin and West Germany, and um, you know, bombs were going off left and right, planes were being hijacked, civilians. Were being killed in broad daylight. It was open war in the streets, and I don't understand how you could uh, claim that anything takes place in 1977 Berlin without having Bader Meinhof and the RAF uh, not drastically impacting your life. Yeah, if you watch the 77 ver, if off. you
1: yeah, if you watch Argento's version, you get none of that. Like no, you have no I, idea I, I any I of that's Hoff, going on. German at all, all of them doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. And so, it,
0: you, like, it, it's just possible for that to happen yeah you know if you listen to the radio broadcasts in the remake of Suspiria, like you
1: oh hold on you froze let's uh hold on for a second i uh, kind of lost you there um, Susie. hey you there and keck their, um, brandon uh, you there apartment.
0: i'm sorry what i lost yeah. you
1: for a second you were you froze
0: oh I'm, I'm sorry about that um there's this i was saying there's a scene in the remake of suspiria where um sarah and susie are in their apartment is when uh susie just gets set in the apartment and they hear a bomb go off
1: oh yeah she's like oh, i can distance. smell it yeah and,
0: and, and susie's like oh my god what is that and she's like what do you mean, Liz, that don't you know Bader Meinhof? Yeah. And Susie's like, no, and then they turn on the radio, and um, they're like, they've just taken taking control of Luft and the yeah. name of the flight, uh, the flight number. Um, right now, the hijackers are fully in control, and like shit like that. So, and you look outside, and you see people running for their lives, and panic and fear. This was absolutely essential to the plot in the remake.
1: Of yeah, the and even in the uh very opening scene where it does say divided Germany, you have uh what's her name, Chloe Grace mortz's uh character uh I think Patricia a
0: divided a divided Berlin. Oh it's yeah, Berlin sorry, sorry. Berlin. sorry. That's what but I yeah, that's what was I meant to say. It divided Germany. Yeah. Absolutely right.
1: But uh yeah, when, when it's like she's walking through like a crowd of like protesters and stuff to, trying to get to uh dr klemper's office her psychiatrist and the whole time like she's like uh yeah there's something wrong like there's they they're they're watching me the, the, the like talking about the witches and, and everything and uh kind of kind of just you know this, it,
0: this was patricia correct?
1: patricia yeah yes yes
0: the, the one that disappears yeah the movie opens up opens with on her yeah Patricia, yeah we haven't really talked much about no it no before. no,
1: yeah uh yeah, it's, yeah it's it opens seductive. up on her and she's kind of like you know like real paranoid and like and uh like like oh they're watching me they can hear me now like they're in my head like i gave them like it's my fault i gave them like all this and he's kind of thinking
0: speaking a mixture of English and German and, German, yeah. and she's hearing voices in her head and mm-hmm. you see the doctor writing in his notebook saying that like her delusions have manifested into like a actual reality for her and she's not able to discern what's fact and what's fiction.
1: Yeah, and, and he kinda thinks that it's all part of yeah, he thinks like he like she she he thinks it's part of the whole like Biter Meinhoff complex that's going on. Yeah, and it, like yeah. He, he thinks that, he thinks it's that and and just kind of like you know brushes aside like that there that witches exist and and all that other stuff. Yeah, and like yeah, that's she's that's a bunch of crazy. So head, yeah, that's so <laughs> crucial to like the the like that whole background is so crucial to the to the plot. Like to, to leave that out of the original is just yeah.
0: It it couldn't happen, and that's that's why I think, like you know, like Argento has to look at the um, the the finished product of the uh, twenty eighteen Suspiria and be like, oh fuck,
1: yeah, <laughs> How I, I really, uh, <laughs> kind of
0: shit the bed there, didn't <laughs> yeah. I? Um, you know, and that that's what makes me think that um, look, I I love Dario Argento, yeah. I love yeah. him. I love his daughter. I, I, well, I'm going <laughs> to go off in that, but yeah, I find his daughter fairly attractive. Um, and, um, you know, uh, he's made some absolutely uh, classic horror movies that will, um, you know, live on uh, till the end of time. But I have to think that when he watched the remake, he was like, uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. How exactly? And it's crazy too, because Argento was alive and filming in 1977. So, and he's in Italy, and I know he knows that Batter Meinhof is going on. Yeah. He knows about the RAF. He knows about the political assassination. He knows that there's war in the streets. Um, it, yeah. It's I not like it here in German all of them. The strength of the RAF was. Fourteen and the federal police were over 5,000 strong <laughs> and so like this was like a major fucking state conflict and I, I don't understand like I, I don't know if he like started filming like maybe like earlier before that where things hadn't escalated but like I said in maybe, 1970 yeah. is when the RAF came into power and like this had been going on hard for seven years and 1977 was the climax
1: yeah i mean maybe he filmed it in 76 so it might have been before like the uh hijacking of the plane and the bombings but like
0: oh yeah, no no seven the the plane the plane but the thing is is um as early as 1970
1: yeah yeah um, so how do you not have any of it is uh, yeah i don't know like
0: The the German police were killing peaceful demonstrators as early as 1970. So the RAF did not start off as violent. You know, um, this is a uh, organization that you know, of course, was formed after the tu- uh, turmoil of World War II, and you know, they started off as peacefully protesting the new regime in West Germany, and um, you know, they were basically, you know, saying that you know they were. <laughs> unhappy to put it mildly about where the government was taking them in the
1: world yeah and, and, and the fact um, that they were rehiring or, or taking people that used to be in Hitler's like SS and putting them in like charge of like important things uh, yeah the in, in the government so yeah and they, they were some of the people that they had assassinated uh, the, the, that's what that that's what their original targets were and then they kind of like you know when you get new blood in and it kind of spirals out of control from there so like i, I remember in the buyer meinhof complex movie they had even like were denouncing some of they were like hey like don't blame that shit on us like we were in prison we didn't we didn't do so some of these bombings we told them like not to like they were they like the they were distancing themselves from from some of that as uh, some of that uh, extreme civilian bombing as well like the I think the uh, bombing of like the newspaper uh, headquarters where it killed some uh, civilians they they were trying to like distance themselves they, from that it
0: was they burned that place right they that's I think there was what, a couple um, bombs
1: that went off in that one
0: well uh, originally um Andres Bader and uh, his girlfriend Gudenisling, uh, they were um, they were arrested because they set fire to a building.
1: Yes, yes. And
0: they were arrested for doing that, and they were supposed to have to do a couple years time. But what they did is they basically skipped bail, and you know went underground, and then got together with other like-minded individuals, um, and you know they started the RAF and um, they used um, uh, what's her name Yulika uh, Meinhof to um, help them, actually, when Andreas Bader got recaptured, Rika Meinhof, she was a reporter who was uh, initially reporting the peaceful demonstrations. And that's when she went in as a reporter to interview Andreas about his political beliefs. And she actually helped him Escaped. There was an armed conflict with the police there, and she fled with them after they helped her or helped Andreas' father yeah. escape. Yeah, and um, so you know, then that's when the Bader Meinhof kind of thing like went into uh, you know, effect. Yeah. From that point on, it was pretty much um a war, and yeah, I realize we're really giving you a history lesson here. But <laughs> well, you know, I feel but like it's it's that, important that, to the to the, the
1: background point. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah.
0: That's sort of the point, you know. what I mean, it's just like you know. It's just impossible to think that you're able to um, claim to be shooting a movie in Berlin in 1977 without having uh, this play a huge role, um, you know, be a huge part of the plot. And so, you know, if you um, have not seen... The uh 2018 Suspiria. Um, I would do yourself a favor if you're listening to this um, because I'm sure I'm getting some of my facts wrong or you know uh, speaking um, some untruths. So uh, I would Google or you know go on like Wikipedia or something like that. Um, look up Badermehnhoft and uh, look up especially German Autumn because that's something that um, I believe it was on our birthday, Kev. Um, I think. Uh, the plane got hijacked, uh, October 18th, uh, oh, 1977, really? um, give or take a day or day, uh, you know, a day here, day there. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it German, all of them was, like I said, the climax of everything. It was, you know, uh, basically what happened in 1977, Berlin, in, in uh October, yeah. and um, that is exactly when the movie was taking
1: place. Or or just look up and see if you can find the Biter Meinhoff uh, Complex movie, because uh, that was really yeah. and then watch yeah. that into Into Suspiria, and it kind of kind is almost Suspiria, like a sequel. To give you, yeah, to yeah. give
0: you an idea, it'll just you know it'll um, just further highlight what we're saying. Yeah. Um, so ridiculous to have a movie in 1970 that's supposed to take yeah. place in 1970 that's why you definitely know argento is not filming on a location <laughs> yeah um because if he was trying to film in berlin in 1977 i do not think he would have gotten the permits. yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know like i said there was a curfew you know people were running scared in the street it was a fucking war zone in fucking (laughs) Berlin so um, you know uh, I'm not going to speak too much more on this but uh, yeah it would be absolutely absurd to think that uh, that could happen and don't get me wrong I've seen many um, Argento pictures where he did film in Germany um, especially Berlin but he definitely did not film it there because otherwise he would have had a totally different take on that yeah yeah
1: you probably would have gotten more of that background of what was going on at that time you would have had to yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there would have been no choice yeah <laughs> fucking bombs going off and people getting murked and in broad daylight with submachine guns. That's all anyone was talking about in 1977, Berlin. It's like, shit, you know, should I go to the store? Because if I do, like, there's a good chance I might get caught in crossfire, (laughs) depending upon where you were. So, you know, it was just the state of constant fear, uh, you know, so when I look at the remake and I watch it and, you know, I see, you know, uh, how the characters are, you know, relating to their environment, um, both in the studio and out on the streets, it just made something... It it was very, very special. And um, not to knock Argento too much, but, you know, he really... I mean if he did not um if he did not want like to uh, be drawn in the spotlight he shouldn't have um he shouldn't have said those things yeah yeah i
1: don't, yeah, think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: think he should have criticized the film because the film you know if you want to talk about suspense and fear the film brought suspense and fear that was non-fiction this was actually occurring yeah so, yeah, it know, had different uh,
1: layers it had like the whole witch's you know fear and then it had that whole other aspect of like yeah that this is taking place in the real world this yeah, there's it, actually this fear is going actual, on yeah. yeah yeah so it, yeah it definitely it, made it, the whole like <laughs> witch's coven almost feel like like a little bit more real you know what i mean um yeah. But yeah, uh, I haven't seen his, uh, Argento's other two movies that are part of his uh, Mother of Tears trilogy. He has uh, Inferno and uh, Mother of Tears, which came out in two thousand seven. I haven't seen yeah, those two yet. Yeah, I haven't seen
0: yet. much of his recent work either.
1: Uh, but yeah, apparently those three all kind of all kind of tie together. You know. Uh, do, you,
0: do you have a favorite Argento movie?
1: Oh, uh, I'd have to look at the uh, at his list.
0: I, I do It's not like one of his best films He's ever put But I think it's 1980 And I believe this was actually filmed At least some of it was filmed in Berlin It was a movie called Demons
1: Oh yeah I remember demons. And it's
0: about, like, people that go to a movie theater and, like, you know, like, um like they start, like, people start being, like, taken over by, like, these evil spirits and, like, they start transforming literally into demons yeah. and, like, you know, it, like, you know, like, zombies, if you get bit, you're going to turn and uh, it was... I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. It wasn't a great uh, movie, but it all takes place in this movie theater and people like can't escape. And, uh, you know, there's pus and face eating and fucking, it's just a lot of like demonic shit, you know, when dealing with dark powers, its nature.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember (laughs) that one. Um, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. might it might be between Suspiria and, uh, and demons. I mean, two evil eyes was pretty good too.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, demons is not considered like one of his like no, no, better, no, but it's still um,
1: uh still highly entertaining. I,
0: I would say, I would say, like, I think his best movie that he's ever directed, just in terms of like all things can. Cons- um, was in 1975. He um, directed a movie called Deep Red. And it's about a a pianist. And she like witnesses this murder. And she's like, you know, uh, drawn into like this crazy mystery, like surrounding like the killer's identity and like stuff like that. And um, he, you know, he did a great job. You know, uh, of course, sound was, uh, you know, a big part of it. It was very suspenseful music. And, um, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of just like, it was very artistic, a lot of color, um, and, uh, it was just well done. And it was a relatively low budget movie, of course. And, uh, I thought that was his best movie, but getting back to the, uh, 2018 one, um, what, uh, did you have like a famous, uh, a favorite moment in that film or,
1: um, I don't know I think my favorite moment was probably the uh the, the that dance uh, sequence uh, with the the contortion and the stuff yeah uh, I think that was really uh well done. Uh, I thought the uh the, the very end was fucking batshit crazy and I mean I, yeah, I liked it even I mean. more the second time uh, the first time I watched it I didn't really quite get the uh the mother dying at first. The, you know those other they, they were actually flashbacks of D- Dakota Johnson as a young girl and her mom's like on her deathbed or whatever yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that at first uh, I think I understood that more the second time and I definitely uh, liked the end sequence more the second time the first time I was kind of like, well, this is a little much and then the second time <laughs> I watched it, I was like yeah this is this is kind of awesome like those girls that are just dancing to the like no fucking end. Like and they're... they were
0: dancing naked in blood
1: so yeah like... <laughs> yeah I mean like they were clearly all under the influence of the witches because they had no fucking idea like any of that shit was fucking happening oh I also really liked um when those two cop...
0: Johnson talks in the interview about they shot that over like three or four days and she was like slipping in blood oh. from like uh the day before
1: <laughs> yeah they used <laughs> so sorry, much fucking but... blood on that scene oh uh, then uh the the other scene that I really liked was when the uh the cops come to visit, and then like they like have the cops like all like hypnotized or whatever, and they're like laughing at their fucking penises and shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> well yeah, that the, shit was uh, yeah, hilarious. A lot, a lot of talking balls. Yeah. I thought <laughs> well, that shit was fucking funny, but yeah, then, then uh, I mean, uh, I definitely uh, yeah, I think I think that that pretty much. I don't want to like. St- necessarily spoil what happens in the ending if you haven't seen it although we have I spoiled a lot spoil of this away. we have we have a uh, spoiled a lot of this but uh yeah uh so spoilers um uh if you don't want to hear this just uh i don't know I assume a lot movie. of
0: people that well, if anyone ever listens to this, but that's if they true. do, I'm assuming that they're they're already like um, they've already seen the movie. Yeah, I, I that, hope so. That, that's what that's what I would think because you're not going to want to listen to a podcast about Suspiria if you haven't seen the movie because obviously we're going to be talking about key plot points. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, but you know,
1: yeah, like, the uh, the end when. Uh... Oh, there was, no way, hold on, there was another scene when they're all voting, and then, yes, uh, and that, then, that
0: was absolutely key to what happened yeah. in the end.
1: Yeah, and you can hear the, um, on the radio as well, more of the, of uh, the, the, I think you hear, like, the rescue part of the, of the plane. Yeah, they yeah.
0: talk about how, uh, the three hijackers were all, um, were all, uh, killed by, uh, the German police.
1: Yeah. That, that and, um,
0: all the hostages were freed. Yeah, yeah, like none of the hostages were hurt. But then so, there was yeah, there hear, was. I mean, the radio is constantly talking about Barry
1: There was one. Uh, one of the witches. I, I don't think it was that scene. It might have been later, where she just like she just like stab. She like cuts her own throat or whatever. And I didn't yeah, I, I, I didn't was understand kind of, um,
0: perplexed by that. Yeah. I didn't understand either, but I could tell like she um I think she might know.
1: have been more the one that could feel the girls' emotions. Yeah, and I she think... kind of
0: got in their heads. Like you see her up on the balcony, yeah, or not the balcony, but up on the stairs when Susie first comes to the school, and she's like staring at Susie. And at one point, Susie looks up at her, and she kind of runs away. Like I yeah. feel like she, she was no longer like in support of what they were doing. She was very unhappy.
1: Yeah, true. But I think also like I felt like maybe she w- like could just feel the girl's emotions more and that kind of affected her a lot and that yeah. could be why she didn't like that and like she was just like and i i think a lot of the um, uh the emotions got to her and she was like yeah i can't do this anymore and just fucking got her through at least that's what i got from it like because I, I was like what the fuck like why the fuck did she just do that like who like did, i didn't... did
0: who did she um vote for
1: Oh, I don't even remember because now. Because
0: that had something to do. I I think she might have um voted for Marcus, and then afterwards she and you know if you don't know um there's a scene where they're basically voting for who's going to lead the school and be the leader of the covenant. Yeah. And uh, I think she and everyone that votes um for Marcus, of course, dies at yes. the end. Yes. But um, I think, like, she kind of did that, too. And then afterwards, like, realized, like, oh, shit, what have I done? And yeah. she just takes her own life in a very uh, brutal fashion. She yeah. she stabs herself in the throat multiple times, yeah. like, real fast. And, like, and it just comes out of nowhere. I was like, whoa. Yeah, and
1: everyone's the- like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, because when they were voting, <laughs> she kind of, like, kind of backs herself into, like, against the wall. And she's kind of like, oh, no, I don't know which way to fucking go. Like. Yeah, she didn't yeah. know what what she wanted to do, but uh, yeah, yeah, so she uh, seemed
0: marginalized in the whole thing. Like yeah. I don't know, like yeah, she she seemed like she had a lot of anxiety, and uh, she just couldn't cope with whatever was going on uh, anymore. Yeah, and, and they and, also Madame Blanc uh, talks about too, um, and they and Patricia talks about this in the beginning of the movie but um she talks about how they've been underground since the war yeah and madame Blanc later um talks to dakota fang susie's character um and says basically uh you know i don't know if you realize what some of us have gone through uh in the last 20 years and you know um they don't really get too much into how the covenant was formed but you get a sense that like you know um it had a lot to do with uh the outcome of the second world war
1: yeah yeah uh and uh i yeah so in the so in the end when uh that whole sequence where dakota fanning actually uh has become uh, Mother Suspiria, because um, uh, Marcos like wanted to use that that her as like her new vessel or whatever, because she's like yeah. old and decrepit and everything. And they kind of like
0: old and decrepit's kind of a uh, yeah, a nice, a nice way, way to, way to it. say
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, they could, they kind of cut off almost all of uh, modern Blanc's head, who somehow still seemed like alive at the end because they were like kind of putting it back on. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, she she becomes Mother Suspiria and and is killing anyone who voted for Marcos, um, because she is definitely on. Well, Marcos like...
0: was like a traitor, basically. Yeah,
1: because Blanc was like also Blanc was nice to to her and and everything and like
0: she I think she had fallen in love with. Yes, guys, yes, yes, they, they had,
1: that, yeah they point. had fallen in love together and uh, yeah, so she's murdering fucking like everyone who voted for Marcos. <laughs> And then and uh, the the doctors the like naked like laying on the floor and like watching all this in fucking horror because because he's the witness and everything and, I, and and he's just like oh my god like what the fuck is going on and like there's just like the the all the dancers are like like fucking dancing to, like and I don't know if there's even <laughs> music playing but yeah like naked it's like the hardest they can even go ever to like the point of like exhaustion. And, like, they're still, like, going real fucking hard. And, like, yeah, it's just blowing fucking uh, people's heads and uh, complete bodies apart and blood everywhere. And then, like, Mother Suspiria picks, like, the the doctor up and, like, they they take her home and everything. And, like, as she's laying in bed, like, that whole sequence of, like, listen, I can make all these memories go away for you. But, like, you're also going to lose any memory of your wife and everything like that too yes yeah, so i like that, that
0: that was another that was another thing that uh we didn't really talk about in the movie yeah. um that uh the uh star of uh, the 1977 version uh uh jessica harper she actually plays the wife of the uh doctor yeah. the psychiatrist who in had the uh, remake
1: who had and died wife, or was missing the
0: wife died the wife in died the yeah. in the war
1: in the war yeah. died
0: in the war and he was kind of the doctor was kind of um tormented by the fact that he wasn't able to save his wife yeah and he also never knew what happened to her
1: and the witches and then, used that to lure him yes. to the ballerina yes because like they because. Yeah. They kind of, like, um, I guess morph into his wife. And is like, oh, like, no, I got out. Like, it's cool. Like, I, I remarried or whatever. Like, I didn't know you were alive. And then suddenly, yeah. like, he's in front of the uh, the ballerina school. And he's like, oh, fuck. Like, what the fuck? He turns around. And, like, yeah, his, his wife's wife gone. Yeah. The and they, just, like, they made disappears. Yeah. And they grab him and bring him in. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, in the end where he's like, just uh, like, just tell me, like, is she alive and like he's like and mother superior is like no like and then like but oh, this is
0: what happened to her and you know yeah. she didn't die in fear yeah you know uh, she went out with integrity
1: and then then like oh man that's so heartbreaking when like he like uh she um gets like wipes her memory and like he wakes and like comes back to him and was like well oh what what's going on like like and has like no memory of, of any of the events prior and like doesn't remember his wife anymore and like yeah like
0: yeah he made he made his choice you know and um you know for better worse um you know that he basically erased his past he erased his identity of you know who he is and you know what events occurred that made him the man he was and uh i i don't know if i would have made that choice Um, yeah but but at the same time
1: like after witnessing like what he witnessed like like you might as well just like don't even like erase my memory just fucking kill (laughs) me dude like that's gotta be so fucking horrifying to see what he saw and then go back and be like, sure, I'd want my memory wiped, but at the same time, I wouldn't want the memory of my my wife wiped. So I'd just be like, yeah, just fucking kill me. Like, I don't even <laughs> want to fucking, like, well, I'm already mad old. Just fucking kill me, dude. Like- yeah well that's
0: what a lot of the women um chose um mother suspiria at the end uh goes up to several of the women that have been um you know taken under the uh covenant's control and she grants them one last wish and i believe all of them select to die yeah yeah and she touches her hand to them like the Grim Reaper would, and they just fall lifeless to death. Yeah, and right. um, so most of the people that were um, involved, that actually were aware of what had happened, they had all chose. Death. death yeah like they did not want to live in the world anymore but uh that's something i forgot to mention um <laughs> jessica harper the star of the first one uh was uh approached by the director um and asked if she wanted to do a cameron
1: oh you froze again dude now you're gonna have to repeat all <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you hey. hear me keck you there uh-oh We've 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 temporarily lost our. Uh, he's in the pine barrens. The predator is probably uh, ripping into him right now. All right, I, I've sh- got I've got him back. All right, Keck, Keck is back now. Uh, so so we lost you for a minute there.
0: Oh. Yeah, sorry, my internet connection. You know, down here deep in uh, Jersey Devil territory, uh, sometimes doesn't uh, yield the results I would like. <laughs>
1: So yeah, so you were saying about uh Jessica Harper being um uh oh uh Luca uh came came to Jessica Harper to um be in this movie. That's where we left off. That's where I lost you.
0: Yeah, I was just saying that um uh the director of um the remake uh Luca da 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 da, da. Um, (laughs) he approached Jessica Harper. Um, I think he called her and he said, um, you know, I'm remaking this movie. And uh, I was wondering if you would be uh, interested in doing a cameo performance. And she was ecstatic about it. Like she really wanted to be part of the project. And he said, um, just one thing, you know, do you speak German? and um she said yes but in reality she didn't really speak a word of german so um she uh hired a tutor and, um, when, uh, filming came around, of course it was a short part, but when, uh, they came to film her scenes, um, she was able to speak, uh, passable German or at least, you know, speak it passably enough so that, um, she was able to, um, read her lines with confidence. And I thought that was awesome that they did that. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, I, I, really, and I did not, I did not realize that was jessica harper when um i was watching it because i i really haven't um seen that much uh of her but um you know later i uh you know read that uh he had um you know approached her and i thought that was awesome that uh, she was part of it so um anyway final thoughts uh yeah
1: i um... I highly recommend it. That's my thoughts, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I know we dragged on a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, that's Um, fine. Uh, But
0: you know, uh, this—I thought that this was. um, I'm always excited um, to watch a remake or a revision, or you know, just something that pays homage to um, an early classic. And I've seen them fail. Yeah. Way more often than succeed. Yeah, so when we
1: get uh-huh. to talk about a good remake, it is always is always nice. Yeah. yeah.
0: It, it's something special. Um especially you know, when uh, they very new remakes come to mind. Cape Fear.
1: Yes, yes. Uh that but...
0: was a, that was a great remake.
1: Especially when they do it different enough where <laughs> it's still it's still almost like you're watching something new and fresh and you're not getting yeah. you know the same beats and like or or like that shot for shot remake of psycho like nobody needs that <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. it's just unnecessary yeah. Or when yeah, you. No,
0: this, this was so great. And like I said, you know, um, Wikipedia, watch the Bader Meinhof complex, or, um, you know, at least um, Google German Autumn. So if you're going to watch this movie, um, get a sense of what was actually factually going on at that time in Berlin. Yes. And then when you watch the movie, um, you know, that that effort is going to be repaid because the movie's going to mean so much more to you when you understand the history. And, uh, you know, I just, I thought it was great. You know, there's many more scenes we could break down and talk about, but, you know, I would highly recommend if you haven't already seen it to, you know, uh, learn a little bit about the time period, then see the movie, and um, I think you'll really, really enjoy it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess, uh, that, that's it for, um, for the Suspirias, uh, I guess is we're pretty much done with that. Uh, I guess before we leave, or have you been, uh, watching, have you seen anything, uh, recently that you would like to recommend or, or read? I know you were talking about the, the, you read the Predator, uh, Bad Blood, uh, comic already, (laughs) so you don't need to mention that, but, uh, any, uh, movies or TV shows? I
0: just found that by luck. I, uh, I was, um... I was googling um predator weapons <laughs> <laughs> and uh I got directed to a uh alien predator website and it listed the 10 most badass predators of all time um and uh yeah just i found out about the new jersey predator just because uh you know i was looking at that and i was like who the fuck's the bad blood predator yeah um well i feel like now
1: that they uh, now that disney owns uh predator and uh and alien and i know they've talked about still doing r-rated uh stuff um my kind of wish for uh that is and especially after shane black kind of ruined uh. predator is for them to just reboot that entire universe um they could do like a almost like an mcu version of alien and predator if they you know if they do it right you know focus on making a good movie first and then you know the you know then then expand
0: black job at toys r us did you hear that
1: Yeah, Toys R Us is like gone now. Like they've all is it? They, uh, yeah, they've well, all folded.
0: That that would make sense that Shane Black would get dropped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, just, he's
1: just in an empty warehouse somewhere. <laughs> Fucking Christ,
0: that's where I'd put him. But uh, yeah,
1: yeah, have you watched any uh, TV shows or uh, movies recently that uh... Game of Thrones besides thrones, okay which yeah. we're
0: gonna later be talking about um i know a lot of people are talking want, about yeah. everybody's talking about yeah. game of thrones right now so we don't want our douchebag toolbox conversation to mix with all the other douchebag toolbox conversation so we'll
1: wait till everyone stops talking about it <laughs> <set>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: um no right right now um horror wise i'm not really watching anything um a bunch of i've been waiting for a bunch of stuff to end so that i could binge watch it and i just did that with game of thrones right now i'm watching uh season three of sneaky Beach, which isn't really applicable here because it's not in my horror. But, well uh, g of um, g-
1: honor bc is great in that i love that show it's great I, I am-
0: um sci-fi wise i'm going to i believe uh season two of happy has just finished oh yes uh, that's fantastic
1: yeah i haven't i haven't started season three yet but i did i do think that just finished as well so oh yeah season two i'm sorry uh you're breaking up again there in the in the pine barrens but uh i don't know if you can still hear me can you still hear me yeah fine okay yeah uh i'm i'm just starting season three of preacher Uh, so, because, uh, I just got, uh, Hulu again. Um, just, just... sure
0: that they renewed that for season four after they said it was canceled?
1: Oh, I thought they were renewing it for one more season and then then it was canceled after the next season. Um...
0: The, it, I had read that it was done um, and like the TV time app you told me to download yeah, that yeah. had also concluded that it was finished Um, IMDB had said that it was it was its final season and then I read an article that just said uh, Preacher renewed for season 4 oh, nice. and so I was like wait and so I clicked on IMDB and lo and behold you know when you click on episode lists yeah uh, uh season four popped up. Yeah, I thought they I four,
1: thought they had announced that season four was gonna be the last season. So it was gonna I, get a finish. But who knows? We'll find know. out. Like yeah Like
0: I said, I was um you know, I was just talking about my phone app, you know, T V yeah. time you it's a good way to That's keep a, track of uh the shows you're watching and whatnot. Especially if you and watch as many as we it, do. <laughs> Yeah, and it had, yeah, like a year of my life has been spent watching television shows. <laughs> yeah. It was a good year, though. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, it had said that Preacher was done. Yeah. And uh, then all of a sudden, uh, on the app, it came back as it was not done. <laughs> and then I went on IMDb, and it said that, um, uh, like I said in the episode, so the list, it had one two three and then nothing else and when i clicked on imdb it suddenly had a four pop up so i was like oh that's cool so it could have been just like miscommunication or something like that
1: yeah maybe. um
0: or it was set to be canceled and um got renewed i was actually just watch re-watching uh the show carnival an hbo show oh, yeah. which i would it's too old to talk about really now on here but um it, it would have been great if that show was still in circulation because if it was, I would really love to talk about that. Here it is uh, a real tragedy because um, the writer actually had six seasons written out already, he had done the work, knew exactly where he wanted to go, and if you haven't seen Carnival, it's an awesome well, I, show.
1: I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. I just hope they maybe they they at least get like a uh, a wrap up movie like Deadwood's getting or like or yeah, Deadwood's about, about to come out with one.
0: That's coming up in yeah. um, in a week. Yeah, I think in it's the
1: week. 31st, right? Yeah. Um Yep.
0: Yep. I'm very very excited about that. Again, that's not really horror <laughs> being No, no, well, yeah. I mean, although uh, Seth Bullock, um, you know, th- who is actually you know a real person who is a really vicious lawman, um, he kind of brings like a real fury from hell with him. Right? <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> it's definitely not horror. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of any horror shows. Oh well, I'm also looking forward to season three of um, Handmaid's Tale.
1: I haven't started season um, one yet, but uh, yeah, I heard yeah, it's really that,
0: good. It's that's a horror of a new kind yeah it is literally terrifying yeah. so um, um
1: yeah i watched uh oh i watched that um zach efron ted bundy uh movie on uh netflix the something vile and extremely wicked
0: yeah what do you think
1: yeah I, yeah i really i really enjoyed it i it was a uh, definitely a different aspect of uh because i mean i knew I would like that he, you know, that he obviously, like, was a, a fucking serial killer and he murdered a bunch of people, but I didn't realize that, like, he you, had you to... You knew about that? Yeah, yeah. But, and I like how it plays out, like, how, like, If you didn't know any of that, like you could kind of be like, "Oh, is he really guilty? Is he not really guilty?" Because it kind of that's how the movie plays. Because
0: it picks up at a much later stage when the other movies about him kind of started off at his beginnings.
1: Yeah, and they also moved
0: on him serial killing. This already, like you know, he's already been arrested. Yeah, like already, like you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, he doesn't get arrested right away in the movie. Uh, but He does uh, get arrested. Oh, right no, away. he's... No, in the opening scene, he's already in prison but then it kind of flashes back to him like meeting the meeting his uh girlfriend and whatever and then going through the all the way up through the trial and stuff like that
0: yeah there's some flashbacks but i mean generally the timeline is after he's already been exposed and it kind of goes through like uh, it's interesting because i didn't realize that um I didn't realize how intelligent he was.
1: Yeah, or the fact that I didn't know, like, because I never watched any of the Tim Bundy tapes or whatever. I think they're on Netflix as well. I didn't realize that he, like, was denying that he did all that, like, as long as he possibly fucking could, even though all the evidence stacked up against him, like, and he had other people, like, convinced like he had that his uh his uh, one girlfriend and then he had the other girl like they were all completely convinced that like he had nothing to do with it and the cops were just like out to get him or whatever and the movie really yeah. play pl- plays on that uh that aspect that like yeah. oh is it uh, oh yeah. is this just a man who's like been been done wrong by the system or whatever it's like yeah. no yeah. he's 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 a fucking serial killer he's a fucking sci- psychopath uh yeah yeah
0: it's really crazy and like i didn't realize that in the first off he escapes the one time he jumps out of the courthouse window (laughs) and then the other time he escapes by like basically like breaking out of a light fixture yeah yeah and climbs through the ventilation yeah i didn't know he breaks out of like a real prison prison i didn't know he actually broke out of jail by going through the jail. Yeah, I
1: I, I knew about like the courthouse. I knew about the escape from the courthouse, but I didn't yeah. know I didn't know he like escaped from a straight up like prison cell either. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was like fascinating. He
0: straight up got through. Yeah, and yeah. I also did not realize that in the short time that he escaped, he was only on the lam for like a couple months before they recaptured him. I didn't realize that like this is like the story of a true monster like as soon as he got out of jail he went to florida of course florida
1: man florida. <laughs> yeah he's a florida yeah i mean why wouldn't you go to
0: florida that would be the natural destination for a serial killer yeah you just
1: blend in <laughs> with all the rest of the fucking nuts down there <laughs> yeah
0: and but in that uh in that slim period he killed at least two more women yeah it's yeah, like at the you know sorority I mean? like, yeah he, he killed a couple
1: no, not like, at all. Like
0: he literally had to kill. He would have kept killing. He would have never stopped. It was just something he had to do. And he was a pathological liar.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know
0: what I mean? Like it's almost like he didn't even believe he was doing this. No, things. and he, and like so... he had
1: that. He had that one girl so convinced that she was like, maybe it's my fault that that he's the reason in there because she called the the cops on on him. Yeah. Like because because the, the, uh, he matched the description and she's like. That like I th- like this whole time like she's felt all this guilt because she thinks she put him in there, and like and and, and they're like no, no 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 he's a fucking psychopath he fucking killed those people like, and when she finally gets him to like admit it like uh like, but I thought that was yeah I thought it was really fascinating I really enjoyed
0: yeah I, I, it may, it really makes you think like what she must have gone through like, how do you basically um, explain how you were, you know, um, in a very strong, committed relationship with one of the greatest monsters of the 20th century. And like, you know, it just kind of goes, he was so intelligent and he was so charismatic and he was such a pathological psychotic liar a pure sociopath yeah. lacking all human empathy and you could see how a normal person would have been led astray
1: oh yeah easily i thought zach efron no. played that perfectly too like i thought he was yeah. i thought he was great as as ten bundy like really like likable you know guy you know what i mean like oh you you like feel bad for him a bit and then you were like wait this guy's a fucking complete sociopath and psychopath. Yeah. like <laughs> it, It's
0: really unknown how many he killed. Yeah. Like, yeah. They said over
1: 30 that he, com- that he was, admitted to
0: top yeah. to 30. He also tried to, and they didn't really talk about this in the movie, but it was a long time before he was executed. He was on death row for almost 10 years, I believe. Yeah, And, um, he had tried to, um, get a stay of execution he said he would work with police to um help them profile serial killers if they would like spare his life this was at the very end yeah yeah, you know what i mean where it was just like he's like well i'm not a killer but if i was yeah (laughs) we help guys out a lot and i i wonder if in this day and age you know where like the death penalty is you know um uh you know, more and more obliterate in the States. Um, if, uh, you know, they would have taken him up on that offer
1: Yeah. and,
0: you know, if he was in the death penalty state would, you know, um, the governor and stuff like, you know, because we have a lot of fucking crazy monsters out there, you know, I wonder if they would have spared him if he was able to yield viable results to, um, you know, uh, the, uh, the forensic profilers, I think, is what they call them. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the people that you know, it's basically you know the head doctors that you know what I mean help like identify uh, serial killers, like, uh, Clarice Starling from uh, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, you know, yeah, there's a there's also there's a Netflix show um, on, uh, yeah, there's a show on Netflix called Mindhunter. I don't know if you've uh, seen that. I have. Yeah. And th- I've
0: been waiting forever for the fucking second oh, season. Oh, yeah, that show's so fantastic. Yeah, we're like the yeah, two the like, FBI like, and it's all wearing... about the
1: first time they've decided to like interview serial killers to try to get in the mind of a serial killer to to, to help hunt hunt more down so it's to yeah. help uh, repeat repeat and I think it's there really was, fascinating.
0: There was a great movie. It was an HBO original and it was called Citizen X. And it's about the first um the first uh time that was right it was in the soviet union and it was the story of the greatest serial killer in the history of the soviet union see they would not and during the soviet era you know the with the politics and the communist party they were like you know the soviet union does not have serial killers that was their position yeah we yeah. couldn't possibly have that a member of the communist party did not kill people like and he had murdered they said that he may have murdered as much as 150 women and um call? and after the fall of the soviet union you know it gets into um how uh one of the detectives from um russia was um had been hunting this guy for a long time and he didn't have the political power to go after him. But after the fall of the Soviet union under the command of one of their generals, who's played by Donald Sutherland, um, allows him to um, link up with the federal Bureau of Investigations and um, using FBI tactics, he's able to hunt this guy down. And the guy was wow. He was just, because of, like, the political climate, he was able to fucking just murder on a level, like... I mean, he was just a fucking pure monster. Yeah. He was one of those guys that would, like, uh, cut out, like... um he would cut out like shards of mirrors and put them in the eyes of his victim. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. That he, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm right. talking about? Yeah.
1: Like,
0: you know, uh, like Red Dragon, yeah. like his character and Red Dragon, Ray Fine's character, was kind of based off of what he was. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, this guy, he enjoyed torturing his victims to death and then, you know, would have sex with them after they died. and, jerk off on them and do a whole bunch of fucking crazy shit and uh, yeah it was really
1: hard fun Citizen uh, so well, X uh, by the way is on Amazon Prime and also while we're at it uh, Suspiria the 2018 is on Amazon Prime and the uh, 4K version of uh, Suspiria is on uh, Amazon well, Prime you're which want is, that 4K. yeah that's crucial I mean if you're <laughs> going to be paying for Prime you're going to want to watch everything in 4K especially if you have a 4K TV I mean why not <laughs> uh well but now, yeah
0: now it's all 8k i mean my I eyes see, are yeah. so great i can see an 8k i can see <laughs> yeah. beyond 8K. <laughs>
1: yeah um, 8k is horror so
0: horror wise i'm not really watching any television series right now um uh, movie wise i don't have anything on the horizon um right now per se uh, of course i'm looking forward to um after i, I saw the teaser for the second hit oh yeah um, well, that looks good you know yeah. i'm looking forward to that <laughs> definitely uh i'm I, really I... looking to when the collector's edition comes out they yeah. have all the uh you know the uh, uh, what uh, stars guard talked about how like a lot of um scenes that were filmed didn't make it to the first one because they thought that it was
1: too disturbing, yeah, we'll like uh, and stuff. Yeah, we'll definitely <laughs> be uh, talking about it before the, the new one comes. Actually, well, we might do one before then, one after the second uh, chapter two. So, we'll we'll see. Uh, Should you
0: watch the um the early 90 miniseries if you haven't?
1: Oh, yeah, I have, uh, and I tried have. To, I've tried. i tried to re-watch it, and I watched the uh, part one, because it was like a two-parter miniseries, I watched part one, and I was like, I don't know if I can bring myself to watch part two, it just does not hold up, like, I think Tim Curry is fantastic as Pennywise, but that, that whole thing does not hold up like it's just but they
0: didn't have the. I mean there's uh, the CGI in the new it was fucking crazy I mean it was like one of the main like one of the main things I mean when Tim Curry did it um, you know oh yeah it was all practical they had, yeah. They had nothing yeah you know? um, uh, I, I'm not talking about the
1: different. the uh, practical effects themselves I'm just talking about like kind of the acting and the way it's shot it just feels so much like a TV movie from the 90s have, have you, know? you
0: like, have you read the book
1: no I, I, I have not See, uh, it's, see that? that it's, I've seen the book. Thing, like, I've seen the book, and it's huge, and, and it's and it's like, yeah, that's that's too much. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs>
0: I mean, it's it's an absolutely great book, but it really helps you understand, like, um, you know, I, Tim Curry. <sighs> like obviously i like the new it better because it's very modern and stuff like that and i mean i'm not gonna get into this that's a whole i mean that's like i could talk about that
1: for hours. yeah we'll get into but we'll like, get into it and and uh and the uh original tv movie when we the get the it. all i'm it.
0: saying is you really appreciate tim curry's performance oh yeah no um, i mean I, that's more. what i'm saying i
1: love tim curry and i thought he i thought he was a great penny wise so but uh yeah i but overall i, I did like the new one uh better and i i'm really looking forward to part two but uh tv series wise uh the one horror one that i do want to recommend to you is the what we do in shadows if you've seen the original uh uh uh, new zealand uh film uh by
0: i'm sorry the the what film
1: For, for what we do in shadows
0: what We Do in Shadows. No, wh- you, yeah, but you were saying if I had seen what?
1: If you've seen the original movie, The What We Do in Shadows, with uh Takiti Wakiti or however you pronounce his name, he went on to do uh, the Thor Ragnarok movie and then he created a, a TV series based on his movie, What We Do in Shadows. And it's basically a, a about, it's like a, uh, it's like a mockumentary in, in like the style of, um you know, this is Spinal Tap and, uh, I did like that. And, and like Best in Show, where it's like this uh, group of, uh, you know, the different stereotypical like uh, vampires uh, in like a home and like they have a documentary crew come in and the the, the documentary crew kind of follows them around. You where, know.
0: where can I find this?
1: What We Do in Shadows uh, is on, yeah. uh, the TV series is on uh, FX and it's, FX? and it takes place, it, It's it's also takes place in the same world as the movie so it's it's uh you want to watch the movie first but the uh let's see if the it came out 2014 let's see if it's on uh it's like 299 on prime i don't know if it's on netflix or where to find it right now but uh i
0: do plan on giving um the second season of barry a shot um because i guess barry what would you consider that comedy horror drama
1: uh um, a, a, I like the... thriller action too because i hear it like he's like a, a spy or something like that barry yeah isn't that is that what barry no, is no
0: he's uh he's a hitman yeah a hitman that's um, it yeah and he decides that he's gonna start like doing like uh sketch acting and like oh, yeah, performance yeah, yeah. Stuff and crap like that i thought the first season when was was pretty fucking stupid um but i hear <laughs> that the second season is supposed to actually be kind of funny so i'm gonna give it uh i'm gonna give that a shot so yeah, yeah. i'm trying to just think of anything you asked me if uh anything horror um well well what uh, we do
1: in shadows watch watch the movie and then watch the tv series the movie takes place in new zealand and then the the uh, uh yeah the movie takes place in new zealand and the tv series takes place in uh, staten island and it's, like, these kind of older-worldy, like, uh, vampires, but they all, like... It takes place, like, in current times. <laughs> so it's really funny watching them interact with, like, the regular people. I'm very
0: careful with vampires nowadays because of everything that's been done to vampires. Oh, this like... is, like,
1: a full comedy series. You'll, you'll love it. Like, they make fun of, like, all the tropes and everything like that. And the TV series got a lot of, like, cameos and stuff. And Tilda Swinton makes a cameo in it like there's a scene where uh You're like Tilda. in the in like they're it's uh called the trial where they're on trial for like the murder of the baron or whatever and uh and it's got all these cameos of different actors that have played vampires in other movies and they call like uh, they have like uh like the uh Tilda Swinton's like on the council and like they call her Tilda. They're like, Oh this is Tilda and uh it's got Paul course, why wouldn't they it's got uh, a <laughs> got paul rubens as his character from uh the original buffy the vampire slayer movie so it's got him as that character it's got uh danny trejo pretty much as himself
0: <laughs> Sarah michelle geller what has happened to her <laughs> yeah
1: and it's a uh, it's got uh it's got um oh they they call wesley snipes on from like skype and they're like but he's a daywalker, he's a half vampire <laughs> and danny trejo is like I'm only listening to half of his opinion. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, Trey yeah.
0: Trejo. I'm definitely yeah. trying to th- anything with him in it.
1: And um, then, and then the original three cast members from the movie uh, make a cameo appearance because one of the guys that's in it directs it, like writes and directs all the episodes. And it's already gotten renewed for a second season. He's talked about like how there are even more uh, cameos that they were able to like get, but they didn't have time to like fit them in, and so they, he's like we're going to get more for the next season. Don't worry. So it's like, it's really, it's really hilarious. And I definitely recommend, uh, recommend that show.
0: No, I'll, I'll definitely, I could always use some more humor in my life right now. Yeah. Things are kind of bleak. Yeah. But, uh, what are we going to be talking about next time?
1: Uh, I do we'll not know. we talk about this True time.
0: Detective maybe.
1: I need to catch, I need to watch that third season before we can talk about it.
0: Oh, I thought you had watched.
1: The third no, season. no, I've only seen the the first and, and it's been a while since the second season and I haven't came around to the third season yet. Uh, I am watching. Yeah, when I
0: wa- rewatched the second season, I was like, "What the fuck was I on?" When <laughs> yeah. I watched the second season the first time and said it was good. <laughs> it was not good. No, yeah, I like
1: <laughs> I feel like it was, like, besides uh, Colin Farrell, I believe, Vince Vaughn was horribly miscast. Uh, I think he's a great actor. No, he was absolutely, horribly miscast. miscast. They're
0: actually saying that that might have been a career ender for him. Um, There was uh, a thing about, like, uh, the top ten actors that have, like, made... Uh, brutally terrible career choices and yeah. he's in that top 10 cool. saying that uh, yeah like that was a career mistake for him yeah. I like Vince Vaughn I have nothing against him but yeah he was he was terribly miscast and it's a shame too because Colin Farrell put in a very solid performance yeah, yeah he did
1: yeah, yeah I thought his detective. performance was great but... and
0: I think Amy McAdams um, I, I liked her character a lot yeah. as well but, um it, 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 they tried to make it was a incredibly complex plot that just like you're you like watched it all and you're like what the fuck fuck just happened
1: yeah
0: like yeah. what was going on you know what i mean it was an absolutely absurd story or at least the way they came about it oh it, uh, it yeah. just uh, it was awful
1: yeah
0: awful awful, awful. <laughs> but will yeah, get around to that better.
1: uh but yeah i don't i don't want to say what we're going to talk about next because i have no idea what we will or, or when <laughs> That's we very will. Honest, like me? i don't want to be like hey let's let's talk about this and then then like neither of us end up watching it you know what i mean like a like we i'm sure you have seen apostle yet either which we've both talked about like oh we're gonna watch it on netflix and every time i get to it i'm like yeah i'm gonna watch this and then i'm like i'm not ready yet (laughs) then i end up throwing something else on so well
0: there's there's certain things like um for example like us uh season three of stranger things is gonna be coming out oh yeah july 4th um so i mean it 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 might be wise to look at um, some things that like we're really um, anticipating um, and maybe like talk about like, you know, the past like couple seasons of it or the past season of it. Um,
1: yeah, we can just I don't do know a... when
0: Mine Hunters con- is there a release date for Mine Hunter season two? I'll have to look at that. Because...
1: Maybe our next cast will just be about what we're looking forward to. Yeah. <laughs> but we
0: can always talk. We can, yeah, we can, talk about like what we're looking forward to and like what why we're looking forward to it um like we could talk about mind hunter you know uh yeah. season one and how we're looking for that the uh two seasons of stranger things that we've already seen that we're looking forward to the third season so you know next cast maybe we'll talk about um what we're looking forward to it and why
1: yeah it's just a general um horror movies coming up uh horror movies and tv series coming up this year yeah we can do that yeah um, yeah, um I, I,
0: I just haven't really thought of any other horror movies because i've just been so concentrated on it too
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or you know it the you know the complete you know uh you know the transition because you know the miniseries kind of had the young and old all wrapped together in flashbacks and yeah, stuff like yeah. that so you know i'm i'm looking forward to see how i really hope they don't fuck it up please yeah, don't fuck this seriously. up oh uh, there is there is one i
1: am looking forward to that comes out friday called uh brightburn and it's pretty much uh like an independent uh film it was written by uh or I think the story was by James Gunn, maybe. Or no, no, no. His uh, two brothers uh, wrote it, and then uh, I forget who directed it, but James Gunn uh, produced it. And it's basically like, uh, what if Superman was evil? And, like, it kind of goes, uh, it kind of does that whole Wasn't
0: thing. he evil in um, season, or er, uh, part three?
1: Oh, yeah, no, I meant, like, um, it's 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 not a Superman story, but it's kind of, like, it's kind of like this kid growing up with like these powers and it's kind of like, what if he goes fucking full on fucking evil? I think in part three, it was more like a, you mean the, you mean the Richard Pryor movie that just happened to have Superman in it. You're talking about that one. Yeah. That,
0: that is what I'm talking about.
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah, that, that, that ended up being like a split, like personality type thing. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I know he's, they've done it in like the comic books and stuff like that, but, this is, like, the first time they've they've done it in a movie, but, like, it's not a Superman story. It's just, like, he has similar powers, and it's just, like, this kid who's kind of, like, like, is a complete, like, psychopath, and it's, like, yeah, he's got, like, laser fucking vision. He's, like, fucking burning fucking shit up. So, yeah. Ooh, very,
0: the, very bad things, too, is coming out.
1: I thought that's already been out. Isn't there very already very
0: bad things too?
1: Isn't there already a very bad with things too? Jeremy
0: Piven and um Christian Slater.
1: Is Jeremy Piven allowed to work anymore?
0: I I do not know. <laughs> I, he should be. No, I, I just made that up. There is no very bad things part two. <laughs> yeah. And with basically everyone dying and yeah. the main characters are now paraplegic. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, movie that movie Kays, is fantastic. So it just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So, no I, I just made that up yeah that movie's but, fantastic uh, oh yeah, no, no i was thinking of um, yeah, that
1: so that dumb movie wild things with fucking uh nev not...
0: campbell and uh denise richards and matt Dillon.
1: matt Dillon, that's it yeah that's the one i was yeah. thinking of but yeah there was a, there when was i a was things.
0: when i was young um you know nev campbell and denise richards had a very special place in my heart so Nev uh, Campbell definitely not not,
1: not Denise Richards too much but uh definitely Nev Campbell for me. She,
0: Denise Richards was smoking fucking hot when she first came onto the scene. Yeah. But then she tried to play that nerdy bond science girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh Jesus. Like that. I don't even know what they were thinking. Yeah. Um, but anyway, well, it's been a pleasure.
1: Yes. Uh, thanks, uh, for coming on again. Uh, hopefully we'll do this sooner than like, uh, almost two months later, uh, <laughs> than the last one. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, uh, that's, uh, wraps it up. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, I don't remember what it is but uh (laughs) Facebook, f- <laughs> Facebook.com/groups/FrightCentral. Uh,
0: just come on here to talk to one another. Yeah, about, I, like, like I have no idea. Someone like... might actually be interested in what we had to say.
1: Yeah, I have no idea if anybody else even listens to this. So uh, yeah. I mean, I guess we're
0: gonna we're gonna try to get on uh, YouTube so uh, we could have a comment section of uh, people just uh, trolling us and mocking <laughs> us and <you> know, <laughs> yeah. telling us how stupid we are yeah. and how little we know about most things. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah i
1: hope uh yeah that's like i don't pay attention i don't even look up to see if anybody's listening uh right now so i mean i i do this to talk to you about horror movies since uh we live on different uh sides of the country these days so uh always yes yes yes, we do it's always nice to to have this conversation and and it's like on record now so we can always go back and listen to it sometimes so that's we always can nice to know we can but uh yeah i
0: I think we're gonna try to get up on youtube so you can uh see our beautiful faces and uh yeah like i said there is uh yeah that gives you a good forum to like fuck with us and troll us nasty comments uh, we want something with real malice in it
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure we'll get it but for now uh go on to our facebook group and uh i mean maybe say something that let us know that you're listening. And you're enjoying it. Uh, if uh, there's, um, I mean, feel free to correct us. I mean, not like we really give a shit, but we might, uh, <laughs> we might uh, say that the correction's <laughs> on here. But I, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I never, never said we were right about anything. This is this is just our opinion. So uh... I
0: do say I'm right about some things. But... <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah.
1: We like the think we you know, right.
0: very subjective. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, if you take anything from this, um, Suspiria, if you have not seen either the original nineteen seventy seven or the twenty eighteen, I would highly recommend that you watch both. Yeah, um, watch, definitely I, watch I both. If I were, you know, if I were you, um, I would watch the original. 77 one first, of course. Yes, definitely. And then before moving on to the second one, I would try to watch, um, uh, wonderful piece of german cinema called the Bader meinhof complex and uh then i would go into the 2018 remake of suspiria and if you don't want to watch a german film because you know you're an american and don't speak any other languages or understand you, any other and languages, you hate
1: reading <laughs> subtitles
0: <laughs> and you hate reading subtitles. But you miss a lot of great... self yourself a solid. Yeah. And look up German Autumn and just, you know, read a couple paragraphs. And it will really enhance your viewing experience.
1: Yeah. I feel like you're really limiting yourself if you're not... If you don't read subtitled movies, you're really limiting yourself to a very small sect of movies. Like, you're missing out. Yeah. A lot it's, of fantastic yeah, especially movies. with
0: like yeah, like yeah. you see a lot of um movies coming from you know uh, various countries in the European Union. They now have higher budgets. Yeah. Um. You know what I mean? And uh, you're yeah, you're limiting yourself to a very um narrow class of actors, and uh, you're
1: missing out on a lot of things. Well, yeah, a lot of so, fantastic films. And like, sure, you'd be like, oh, I'll just wait for the remake. But a lot of the remakes of these foreign films are just not as good. Like they just, yeah. just they exactly. just really miss the miss the point a lot of times, and it's just uh, it doesn't hold the same weight. So uh, I'll yeah, learn learn to read subtitles and and watch the movie at the same time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> learn so basically, learn to read. <laughs> well, no, I
1: mean, because read like you can read like a page or something is one thing, but but being able to read while also watching something happening in the background. yeah, Like I understand can be difficult for some people, but like,
0: and also, you know, there's also an aspect of the subtitles being accurate, which I've noticed in the German films I've watched, like a lot of them. I'm like, that's not what they fucking said. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I think Netflix gives you some pretty decent uh, subtitles. And um, there's a website too. I'll just uh, at the very end recommend if you download a movie or you watch a movie and you have the media file on your computer. And it's a foreign film that you'd like to see, but you don't currently have any subtitles. If you go to subscene.com, s u b scene.com. um like how you type, didn't
1: spell scene <laughs> well i just yeah well yeah
0: everybody knows how to spell scene well that would be another thing if you don't know how to read learn to write
1: learn to read and write and then go to subscene.com.
0: subscene.com is an excellent uh resource for um getting uh subtitles from movies you can type in the movie you want to see and then they gives you a list of all the subtitles in the various languages you know you can get everything from arabic to uh you know swahili and um like there actually are there is like a lot of like african languages that are listed there you know they speak over a thousand different languages in Africa. And They have have a good selection of subtitles. You can download them in a very small file and then all you do is drag and drop it into the um, folder that you have your media that you're going to watch, the movie you're going to watch, and it's easy to sync them up. So uh, that's another great resource if you want to watch foreign film but you um, are not uh, able to get uh, the proper subtitles. I needed to do that for my 5 hour vote version of Dasboot.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really seem like 5 hours.
1: Yeah. All right. So, anyway. Well, uh thanks for uh, coming on uh and I uh, will yeah, me. and uh we will uh see well, I'll see you soon and hopefully the listeners will uh hear us uh soon and That's uh and uh, yeah, that's, that's all I really got to say about that.